Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody. And I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition app. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like 21-Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. These programs really work. And this is your one chance to try them for free. Go to BeachbodyFree.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equal $13.89 per month per 1000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5 Sonic Juno, can you hear me? Yeah, you're just fine, bro. What's Dude, happening? There you are. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to Vleeties, ladies and gentlemen. A special edition. I'm still silhouetted right now, Gino. I will unsilhouette myself. It's important that everyone can see me in my van's cap, my ball cap. Here Good we are. Is Mana is real. Thank you so much, Ricardio. That's a king's trove, Gino. You know about the king's trove, don't you? No, I don't know anything about this King's Trove set. Oh, I'm dude. still learning about Trove. Oh, dude. Everybody knows about the King's Trove, dude. So, Gino, here we are live right now, you and I, on a Thursday. Early, by the way. Early. The Angels are not in the playoffs, Matty Spice. This is going to be released as an episode, Gino. I, I, had a, I had a revelation. This is the first time we're doing this. I didn't let it be known enough that, hey, I'm not even going live. I didn't do that. So that's why tonight it's live. Here we are. We're live in front of the world, in front of the Trovoites. I forgot to pick a, a streamer trend because that's a new game they have on Trovos. You can kind of pick like, oh, I am going for the victory streamer. Stream for one hour, you know, something stupid like that. Uh, but either way, Gino, you and I have gathered today to watch what can only be called a two-hour and 14-minute pay-per-view known only by the name December to December. Now, this won the poll, Gino. Everybody wants us to watch this. And I asked you on the Ladies 125 what your thoughts were. You're about to watch it, like, for real now. Now it's happening. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are that I'm excited to get this over with for us to have the next big event. See, people want us to see this terrible event that people see as the worst AB event. But we're going to keep going through this. We're going to see what more the people want to see. For us to see how far this rabbit hole goes. I might even shut the people down out of the next one. Because I re-listened to our discussion today. And I we need to watch Japan Bound for Glory. It's it. I haven't even seen it. So I, I watched like one or two matches from it. And just Corican Hall being this smaller venue. It was taped. It wasn't Bound for Glory. It was the most offensive thing ever. It was like doing a WrestleMania at Caesars Palace for you. And that's got to be the one that we watch. That's the only one in my head that makes any sense as like, oh, what's something terrible that e that TNA did that we should relive? That's number one for me is Japan for glory. It, like everyone loves to hate WWE and especially this event we're about to watch this December to dismember is so notorious. That's why it lives in infamy, really. I think that Japan for glory lives in just as much infamy, but it's on such a smaller scale. People don't really notice it. WWE has, you know, millions of followers on all social medias and 
millions of people are watching their show every week. TNA never really had that. So now here we are when we got to Japan for glory, they just kind of said, well, we're not the same company you guys liked six months ago. I, I don't know. Gino. the more I listen to you and I talk bound for glory 20, whatever might be the winner of next week's poll. Again, I have no problem with us watching that entire card because yes, Corrigan Hall is a smaller venue, but at the same time, it's a legendary venue. Corrigan Hall is something that is respected. And if we compare that to Caesar's Palace, there's no comparison to to legendary and just big wrestling events. Corrigan Hall is a bigger venue that does deserve to be respected. So even though, yes, smaller in scale, but still legendary in stature in its history. Well, we can also say the same thing for Caesar's palace, Celine Dion residency, Elton John. Like I I understand what you're saying. Maybe not wrestling, but it's still a big deal to do Cork and hall or uh, to do Caesar's palace. It's still a big, I would argue it's a bigger stage to the world than Cork and hall. Cork and hall is a wrestling venue. Absolutely. Probably some sumo wrestling there, but as far as people from all over the world, if you're saying, Hey, there's an event at Caesar's palace, that, that would be a bigger draw, in my opinion, just from a, a pop culture standpoint. Yes, but at the same time, that's the comparisons. Again, we have like TNA, New Japan, All Japan, who see like Corrigan Hall to be a big deal because of the legacy of a wrestling event. But then with WWE, they're like Caesar's Palace is just a bigger entertainment event. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that you, I, I, I would argue, I would rather, if I am TNA, I would rather have an event at Caesar's Palace. <laughs> They're in Vegas this coming week, uh, like next weekend. So th- it's definitely something they probably wish they could do. Oh, what if we can get the venue at Caesar's that Celine Dion plays in? We could sell it out. It would be amazing. Gangbusters. Meanwhile, they go to Cork and Hall, and it just looked empty. It, they showed the shot before they started filming it, and I looked at it like, no, this isn't TNA. This is... This is not right. This isn't TN. They look like Florida Championship Wrestling. So, yes, I get that it's a historic venue, but it's not like, in my opinion, I think 2300 is a, like, I, I would rather have an event there than at Corican Hall. Which I can understand. Maybe one day we will have an impact event at 2300 Arena or wherever they're going to change it to if they do decide to tear it down one day. Because they better never. They better never tear it down. Now, as far as wrestling venues, that's the one. They can't tear it down. Madison Square Garden, whatever, tear it down. I, but you cannot get rid of 2300 Arena. I've never been there yet, you know. I have to make it one day. And I want to go to the Hammerstein Ballroom. It seems like when you're watching ECW events, uh, except for December 2, December, like we're about to do, uh, those venues were so unique looking because I was so used to watching Raw and WCW where it was just big basketball arena with a ring in the middle. ECW was doing shows where you would look around like that looks so different and unique. It helps it out tremendously as a view, as a kid, at least who, you know, Oh, this looks way different. Cause WCW for me was wheelchair wrestling. It was all the older guys from WWE. They just showed up in WCW. And then even in the 2000 era, when Booker T and Jeff Jarrett were on top, I even enjoyed that probably more so than Roddy Piper, Hulk Hogan, uh, and, and obviously, I think ratings and numbers would argue the other way. Roddy Piper and Hogan is a much bigger deal. But as a kid, we always just thought wheelchair wrestling, it's like WCW, but grayer. Or it's like WWE, but grayer. Not just hair. Like the mats were gray. Everything just looked gray. 
So even I even bought a WCW toy ring and it was gray and my WWF one was white. So I don't know if they were just obsessed with everything gray. But Gino, I'm just telling you. Do you remember when we super kicked you right in the face? Right in the, uh, Johnny V. Sins is now following us. See, we're here live on Trovo. We got like a bunch of new followers now, okay? And they're excited. They're excited to watch December to Dismember. And we're calling this, and, and I'm naming this series, by the way, Gino. The name of this series, much like I have hashtags and headlines, much like I have casts from the past, this is Fire Up Your Peacock. What do you think? Sounds cool, right? It does sound cool, but at the same time, when we go like with impact events, like other events that are outside of the WWE realm, we're gonna have to like somehow change the name to it from that for other watchlists in the future. Fire up your ultimate insider. No, so unfortunately, I even thought about this. If we do watch alongs of impact, no one's gonna pay to subscribe extra to watch impact. What we're gonna do for those ones is probably get this illegally download the video and just put our commentary over the three hour video. Put that up on subscribe star put our faces on it so that way there's no they know who it is they know who to come and get all right that's all i'm saying i think that's the only way to do tna because i thought about that these other events that we're talking about like like who, who are who am i who am i trying to please with these events clearly nathan weller or maddie spice aren't going to say oh vladies is watching bound for glory i better spend five bucks so i can watch it with him I mean, they should. Though. That's saying if they're as diehard wrestling fans like they want to be or they say they are, they're willing to put the money where their mouth is and be able to support this great, talented promotion like Impact, like New Japan when we eventually do like a whole Wrestle Kingdom. I'm nodding. You see how I'm nodding? We're not. I'm not trying to get the Stephen Larson listeners, you know. I'm trying to get you, Kevin. Kevin and I are like raw, okay. We had 50,000, sometimes 100,000, 200,000 on some of these YouTube videos. Those are the people that we want back. We need those people. We need the people that watch Impact to go, what the hell is happening? We don't want the – Stephen Larson have those people already, okay? They have the people that ask questions like uh, if, you were, if you were opening a restaurant, you needed two wrestlers to work on the line, who would be your cooks? And then Steve sits there and goes, oh, what would be a good one? Um – what would be a good one for that? Oh, probably Bearcat. He seems like he could whip up something pretty good, right? And then uh, go Mandy Mandy Rose. She has the donut shop. See, that was a perfect Steve impression, by the way. What would you think? It was a pretty good Steve impression. That's like, I, I wish I could do a good Larson because Larson does have that unique voice. And I do like that deep voice, but it's not close enough to be his. Larson is the, he is the uh, upper register guy. Like when he he's when he's saying something he doesn't believe, uh, he 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 automatically uh, goes up like this like every time. You know, Kofi Kofi can win the belt again, sure. Why not? Kofi Kingston, he's gonna win it tonight on SmackDown. I can see it happening. So he does that a lot, and it drives me nuts because he knows that he doesn't believe it, but he always defends himself by you know, oh it's WWE, they can do whatever they want, flip a coin tonight. And, and I know his normal voice isn't that, but the every time he does that, I I, I go, okay, I, he doesn't believe what he's saying. He's not, He doesn't have a poker face. At least Steve is a little bit more of a thespian on this thing, you know, with his hatred for Christian and all this other stuff. So we're not looking for those listeners, Gino. No one has ever asked me which wrestler is probably the best fry cook, okay? No one's asked me that. People ask me, you know, hey, 
what's your least favorite moment in wrestling history? Like, hey, why do you even like Randy Orton? Hey, why? what's your favorite AJ Styles match? Hey, what's your favorite? Like, I want wrestling fans that are almost jocks. That's what I want, you know. So you and I are here to watch this. And if we're going to watch Bound for Glory, I'm not going to be able to lure in the Maddie Spices of the world, the, the Nathans, the Ricardios. I'm not going to be, and they're not even, and they would never pretend that they're diehard wrestling fans. They're diehard TWFS fans, Gino, and that's what they want. They want content from us. They don't want to, they already pay for the network. Uh, I think Nathan's probably worried that he's not going to be able to fire up Peacock. He's got WWE Network. Can you believe that? What a peasant. We have Peacock, hours and hours of NBC content. Every season of Cheers, Gino, such an amazing platform. And he doesn't even get to partake. What a loser, right? And this is a sad day that again, people in other countries don't get to experience the greatness that is Peacock and how the scrubber works so perfectly. It's better than the Dairy Network scrubber ever was. <laughs> oh, video feed. You what, know an exactly amazing, what an amazing scrubber. What every match is. Luckily, you have the exact timestamps better yeah. than the network's timestamps. Luckily, what I did is I downloaded the same volume booster that Kevin uses, and that way I could control the volume from here. So I'm going to have the volume at about 30% while we're watching, Gino. So if there's ever a moment where we want to hear somebody cut a promo, like when Davari's on his way to the ring, I didn't mean to hit play. Did you start? Did you start? No, No, I did not. I did not start. No, I'm going to tell everyone to fire up their peacocks. I wanted to start at 8.15, but that's fine. We had to riff a little bit. We had to talk a, a little bit about the scenario, about what was going on. Because there's a lot happening right now. So that's what I mean, Gino. We are here to watch some uh, some Peacock, obviously, to watch some WWE. Uh, but since Peacock has this new thing where on OBS it doesn't show up, it's just going to be my face. If you're here live on Trovo, you're going to look at my face as I watch this pay-per-view. Now, if you have uh, Peacock, I think it's time, dude. Fire up your Peacock. How come the TTSs aren't playing, Gino? What's going on? I don't know. But again, maybe you might have to stop to have that open in another tab, which, again, I don't know if we could trust that right now. We're trying to make sure Peacock will run smooth. Do not forget to deactivate this. Okay, I turned it on. Okay, it wasn't on. I think I fixed it. Look, you, it, it's on the screen, everyone. TTS issue resolved. All right, sweet. So now I'm going to read Maddie Spices. Gino is looking a bit scary. I think you was talking about this picture of you, Gino, where you got your headset on. I don't know if you look yes. scary. You just don't look ready for a picture. Uh, what else we got? And yes. Dooley Sausage. Oh, no, that was something else. Uh, we need Amore. What do you think of Enzo Amore, Gino? Is he coming back or what? I think one day he will come back to some mainstream television wrestling program, whether it be WWE, Impact, AEW, NWA even. He'll be somewhere soon. He's wrestling in SWE, I think. He's just taking one-off bookings. He's probably trying to do acting. He'll be in some uh, DVD bin movie in a couple weeks here. So it, I think it's time, Gino. I think the Dilly Dally needs to subside. Can you at least, can we subside with the Dilly Dally? Yes, I believe we can subside. and We could begin this nice countdown for people to be here at the zero-second mark of December to December 2006, the one and only of its kind. Yeah, this happened. Well, there was another December two December. It wasn't WWE CW though. It was, it was just an ECW like Super Card or whatever. Remember they used to do shows. They're almost like MLW. They would do a show that wasn't on pay per view. It was just sort of hey, you had to be there live to see it. 
back in 1995, December to Dismember, headlined by the Ultimate Jeopardy Steel Cage match. Tommy Dreamer and the Public Enemy and the Pitbulls, they defeated Raven, the Heavenly Bodies, and the Eliminators, uh, and Stevie Richards. Jeez, a lot of people on that, on that team. And an Ultimate Jeopardy Steel Cage match. That sounds very GCW, right? Let's put all of our wrestlers in a steel cage. Again, that's somewhat what GCW would do, but not... Again, cages are difficult. Again, they would just have a big scramble with everybody and not just do team on team all the time. That was War Games. Was there one time they did it, which is the perfect match for GCW. The the Sandman versus Mikey Whipwreck versus Stone Cold Steve Austin was on the December Tennis member card from 1995 for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, and then uh, let's see who else, what, anything else notable on this card. I mean, the, it looks like every, everything that happened at that main event also happened earlier in the night. Like the Eliminators fought the Pitbulls, Raven fought Dreamer. They all had their individual matches, and then they met later on in the Ultimate Jeopardy Steel Cage. Dudley's were on this card. Bubba, Bubba, and dances with Dudley. That's not Devon, is it? No, I don't believe so. That's a cooler name. It was not Devon because there wasn't always Bubba and Devon. There was a whole Dudley family, and Devon kind of was the "Hey, I'm the black one." You know, it was the, he yeah. was he had a gimmick built in because he was hanging out with all these tie dye white nerds. Well, I mean, they were like tie dye white, and then there was Joel Gertner, who was the best Dudley. He became a Dudley. The quintessential stud muffin. Yes. The best ring announcer of all time. Almost right next to Scott Steiner. Here we go. I think it's time, Gino. So for everyone who's listening on their podcast, you downloaded this to do this game with us. You probably were annoyed how much we talked. So it's time to fire up your peacock. All right. Go to peacocktv.com. Use the promo code Gino. You'll get you'll pay full price. But don't worry about that. Go, and then go to the search bar. Type in December to Dismember. And then the 2006 amazing WWE show pops right up there, bro. So two hours and 14 minutes. This is how we're going to spend our night tonight. Uh, I'm going to keep their volume low. So that way you and I are just talking over it. If you're watching live at home and someone's cutting a promo and you wish they were talking louder, turn up your own fucking TV, all right? I'm not here to hold your hand. So... Gino, are you ready? I'm ready when you are, man. Let's on, count this down. On the word go. So in five, four, three, two, one, go. All right, I hit play, Gino. That was exciting. So I. I like that I did a five count. I think people weren't expecting that many numbers. Don't they expect the three count? But here we go. All these great ECW extremists. Oh, the extremists were... This was a good choice, all of these guys. Yes. And especially the greatest of all time, Test, the most extreme of the extremes. Now, that's not fair. Like, I know I know you're just saying that. But also, Test was pretty awesome. You know, I, I, I don't... Like, this era, Test could have worked way better. The roided-out version of Test that we have in this e version of ECW is pretty damn good. I'm not making this joke about Tess. I know Tess is like the absolute best in this match. Punk <laughs> is, I guess, the best in the world. But Tess is a legend that, again, Triple H ruined his career. And I what? will never love Charles because of that. It was all Triple H's fault that we never got the big Tess push that's, that we were supposed to get. That's not That's not true, Gino. I don't know who told you that. That's not, that's not the truth. You know that's not true, right? 
the relationship was not a real thing that became like a shoot out of like the storyline. And that actually is kind of what messed up his push, I thought. No, 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 not at all. The, the reason Test didn't go anywhere was because Vince Russo left WWE. He had started um, December to dismember. Uh, the reason that he had left was because, or he, not that he left, but they had this whole wedding angle planned and they had no idea where they were going to go with it. So they decided to go with Triple H. Oh, Triple H is going to marry Stephanie. That'll be a fun twist. And then just based on test popularity or can test have a good angle with Triple H, uh, it was determined that he couldn't. Not based by not what Triple H said, but what everybody said. As far as can, can this guy pull the damn crowd? And no, it wasn't Triple H. I know that everyone likes to pretend that in 2000, Triple H was able to go to Vince and go, that doesn't work for me, brother. Because this is, I, is, even though we were in the Stephanie McMahon and, or the McMahon-Helmsley era, come on. He, he didn't have that much stroke. He just sat in on production meetings. Again, I just have this distinct feel that I do want to not like Triple H for certain things like that. I don't understand what else could it have been because Test was over, I thought. Test was popular and he was getting the crowd behind it. And then again, I thought because the way they're like, they didn't know what to do with him, so then that just killed his character. He didn't have... killed that much. Him in the ring, it's not like he was that impressive. That's why, I mean, this version of Test where he's really big, it's awesome. Because back then he was worse than... You know, he kind of looked like Edge, but he wasn't Edge. So, yeah, that that was the huge problem for him was... uh, he just he wasn't that good in the ring so i, I don't want to pin i don't want to do the conspiracy game where we say oh test didn't make it because of triple h test didn't make it because of test and as far as calling him a legend you know i re-listened to our discussion from tuesday i think we need to to cover what that word means with you i'm not sure if you if you know it this legend is going okay it's become skewed for so many different things because so many different people are now under this Hall of Fame umbrella that maybe some don't deserve it or some do, but then because that they're seen as legends. So again, legend is just now a general blanket term for Pearson who has had a career-defining career. Uh, here's Eminem, a legendary tag yes. team. Um, a team that will never be forgotten. So legendary. I can't wait for that. Joey Mercury can still work. Why don't you think they've ever gone back to this? I think it's because they didn't see J and J security getting over like they wanted them to, so they were like, "Okay, I don't think it's Mercury or Noble's time to get back in the ring anymore." Mercury, hold on, J and J was over when every time Jamie Noble got in the ring and threw those punches, everybody was a huge fan. I don't, I don't know what this is about. You're hating on him. I don't understand where this hatred's coming from. Again, it's not hatred at all. I actually was a fan of J&J and the whole Shield Bomb 2.0 that I really liked. But that's because Seth was really over. But I don't think the fans were like really getting the reaction that they wanted them to get for Mr. J&J. Well, neither. So what you just said is the exact same thing I would say about Test. Like, you have this vision of Test. Like, oh, he's a big dude with gorgeous blonde hair and muscles. And he can do a big boot. Why wasn't he world champion? It's because he would have matches and the crowd would sit on their hands. Remember him and, and D'Lo Brown? Who, who did he have a tag team with? Wasn't it D'Lo for a little bit after they won that Battle Royal and they got to challenge Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett at WrestleMania? I think it was D'Lo. Yeah, I'm not remembering that tag team run. I yeah. mainly do remember his Steiner tag team run. 
Oh, him, yeah, him and Scotty in 2003. Legendary tag team run. I can't wait to watch that with yes. Nathan Weller. Oh, Hardy Boys coming out. Do the fist do the fist things and hump the air. Doesn't Matt Hardy suck now, now when you watch this version of Matt Hardy? I don't think he sucks now. Again, they need to start doing more than just him being this family, what's it called, the Hardy family office. He needs to, like, change up his character a little bit more and not just do these little, like, hints of, like, broken math by saying delete and then just still staying big money math. No, I think that this version of Matt Hardy, because it also is accompanied by the hype that Matt Hardy is going to um, join. Uh, he's going to join AEW. He's finally going to be the character that he wants to be. This is him. And uh, he gives us this. He gives us, I'm a rich guy. I'm Paul Heyman is what he's given us. It's terrible. But when I watch this version of Matt Hardy, this is post Hardy Boys, obviously. This was, it, I think this was the first Hardy Boys reunion since their split in 2002. So they got to, you know, they got to reunite for this. Oh, it can only happen in one place, you know, ECW. So this was, I love the way they built this match because even Nitro and Mercury were on different brands at the time. It's a good thing you liked how they built this match because they spent most of ECW building this match at the Extreme Chamber match. Yeah. So it's good that they did what they were meant to do. As we found out, yeah, as we found out, all they did was use ECW TV to build this match. But they use SmackDown and Raw to do that as well. So they put so all three shows made sure yeah. to promote this match. So you had to like it. You better this watch all this match. Around. And I and I remember when I bought the pay per view, when I bought the disc, this was on the back. It was like the only match they they had two matches on the DVD box. So I didn't even know what the matches were. So I got to see the Hardy Boys versus Eminem, which I thought, okay, that's going to be a good match. As a as a wrestling fan, you know, in 2006, that was a big deal for me because I even liked Eminem, and they split after one year of being a team for some reason. But uh, this this was exciting for me. I was I was pumped up to see this. But here we go. We got a nice lockup to begin, as every match should for a wrestling match. Not GCW matches. Those don't start with that. GCW is not a wrestling match. It is a death match wrestling. Isn't it called Game Changer Wrestling? Yes. It's changing the game of wrestling. That's why they don't always lock up. Only some technical wrestlers do lock up. I like wrestling to start with with a damn lockup. And especially this version of ECW where, by the way, listen to that crowd. This crowd is so hot. This crowd is so into this. And especially when I'm thinking of this version of ECW, I think a lot of people wanted it to be, you know, the older ECW. Uh, but I, I like this. I, I hate to be this wrestling fan, but I like Hardy Boys. I like Eminem. I like the Christmas decorations they threw into this thing. Uh, I like the referee uh, shirts. I like the silver ropes. There's a lot of things about WWE CW that I actually liked. So when I when I hear people poo-poo it so quickly and they hate it on it, let's not pretend we weren't all watching sci-fi every Tuesday night. But at the same time, because the way that it started with the zombie and macho libre these like segments that Larry spent like in the 10 minutes of the show just on that when we could have had actual wrestling sure that was ex- the extremist and just trying to put over this young town like when we had just incredible and cm punk which i think that was like week three or four into the show's debut and we could have had people like to get punk debuting earlier we could have had renee dupree on television instead of having vignettes of him 
and, I, and I'm never using it. What I like about that argument really is somebody. This is even happening recently. SmackDown's a two-hour show, and Rampage is a one-hour show. And some wrestling nerd sits there with a stopwatch and says, 22 minutes of in-ring action on a two-hour SmackDown tonight. 22 minutes on a one-hour Rampage tonight. I don't think we need to argue which one is the wrestling company. And I thought that was actually kind of a fair point. ECW in this era should have just been matches. Just all matches. Wrestling nerds want to watch fake fighting. Put it all on. That's what I wanted. So when they started doing things, I mean, the zombie was early on, but... I think I think the zombie was also part of that longer string of not not storyline but just gimmick of uh, of Sandman beating somebody up with a cane. You know they kind of did that for a few weeks. He beat up Eugene at one night stand. He beat up the zombie. I thought every week he would beat up a new sci-fi character with a kendo stick, and that sounds terrible, but at least it gives Sandman something to do because Bruce Pritchard and um, and the other guys didn't think that Sandman could wrestle. Like, he wasn't a good wrestler, like, in the ring. Yeah, so they just thought, why not just get Sandman over like he's been over for because of this and not for, like, his actual, like, storytelling that he could do. And there was the whole story with him and Dreamer that was built up over so long a period of time where there was that, like, that kendo stick spot where Sam was constantly whipping Dreamer. And Dreamer just constantly just fighting back and keep going. We had this long story time, but then instead, Davey's like, oh, he can't build a story. He's not good at that. We just have Sandman beat up random people because Sandman has stick and he beats people with stick. But there's still a story behind that. I, I, I don't I agree with what you're saying about the whole the whole Tyler Fulton storyline with Raven and and Sandman and then the Sandman and, and Dreamer. Like, yes, ECW did have good storytelling. But at the end of all of that that you're saying, all these great in-ring segments, all of Raven putting him up on a crucifix, it all had to culminate with a match. And Gino, off the top of your head, what's your favorite Sandman match? Probably. <laughs> I liked Hardcore Hank. See, you don't know. Nobody has a favorite. Sa- My favorite Sandman match is when he won that Battle Royal and he was going to be the general manager of Raw or some shit can't remember it exactly don't remember what exactly happened there but i remember when he got drafted to raw leaving ecw i just what are they planning to do with this guy and even he was the same way he quit the company like right after that he had no interest anymore like all right never mind you guys don't know what you're doing to me i'm out of here so yeah kind of a fascinating time in wrestling to uh to be to be the sandman and he was not built for wwe absolutely not that's it like he was built for ECW and the shorts in WCW and then TNA. He was not a WWE guy. Probably never would have gotten over in the WWE system, even if he wanted to. He wasn't even built for that. Like honestly, as far as TNA, it's not like he was in great shape and putting again putting on good matches or telling stories. They wanted to do an ECW storyline, so they just brought in all the ECW guys. And as always, it felt like the only one who took it a little seriously was Dreamer. Maybe even Raven. And to his credit, Stevie Richards. You know, Stevie Richards gets mocked a lot for his run in WWE. And, you know, I remember that Battle Royal. There was a Battle Royal in 2004 where Vince, you know, they were going to put the title on the line. And Vince goes, hold on, hold on. We can't put the title on the line at a Battle Royal because somebody like Stevie Richards might win it. And Stevie Richards was like motioning, I want the belt, baby. And in my head, I just thought, you know, Stevie's not that bad, Vince. You know, he kind of looks like HBK. 
<laughs> just change up his wardrobe, and he might he could be he could be somebody. But uh, you know, during that era of TNA, he was still trying his best. True, and that's Stevie hey, Richards on my Stevie Ray. B two K twenty two just subscribed. That's another reason why we're live. You know, we make money as we do it, and of course, by we I mean me. Yes, you and again I. This again gets me clouded that sense where I can move this over to streaming when I do actually get back to stream. This motivates. See, there you go. This, this is what is I mean. This motivation. This is advertising. Yes, this is way for the people to see myself be able to carry a conversation, carry a stream. Long catch the buzz, feel the sting. Oh, cash bang from Nathan Wella. Oh, well, Matt Hardy just. Matt Hardy had his arm under the rope. Did you see that? That was a close one. Yes, he could have just gotten the rope break, but he wanted to kick out and say, he's like, no, Johnny, you're not as good as me, so I'm just going to kick out instead of rope break. Gino, what's your toxic masculinity doing when you look at Melina? I remember her scream. Guang, catch the like buzz, feel the sting. Malachi Black, Nathan hits me with a smoothie. He got his, he got his, um, he's vaxxed now, so he's, He's one of us, Gino. He's a Vax boy. Oh, nice. He's keeping himself healthy and safe like we are. I don't know if he's he, he's not healthy. He's drinking Fosters every 10 minutes, right? He loves beer. He can't stop it. Everybody loves it. And thank you so much, Nathan. I appreciate it. You remember that. That's what you remember of Melina is the yes, screen. There we go. The wannabe Daphne screen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Better, I, I, oh, I, I thought it was over. Yeah, but... I, I thought I liked Melina. I thought she was very, very good in her role as this heel. And I liked her and Johnny Nitro together. Uh, unfortunately, she had to post pictures of his prescriptions on the Internet and talk about his flaccid dick for some reason. Like, that was pretty low class of her. But I don't know. I really enjoyed uh, I really enjoyed her work here in the WWE. I prefer her to actually wrestle than be a manager. Sure. She's, and you know That's what's funny? She's doing her best work now. The stuff yes, she's she doing is. in Impact and in NWA is her best wrestling I've ever seen her do. Because, um, you know, for her in, in 2007 and 8 WWE, that was three-minute three minute female matches era. Yes, they're like attractive women in like little to no clothing wrestle for like two minutes to just win this person. Win this person wins because. No story. Just person wins. Let's see. Ricardio's here. Ricardio's in the chat live. Thank you for joining us, Ricardio. He said that 63% of people dying from COVID in England are fully vaccinated. And even if that's true, at least they got the facts and they're saving lives, right, Gino? Yes, but here's the other good news. This, he's saying in England, he's in Australia, Mr. Nathan Moss. If he's safe, he's not far at 60%. That's true. And Ricardio is in California where he posted an interesting uh, photo collage today of a, like a hawk or like some sort of falcon eating a dead rabbit on the sidewalk and he got to walk by it and the falcon was not deterred the falcon did not move away do you know how do you fake this spot here like how do wrestlers do that where they crotch themselves on the top rope do you just have to accept i'm gonna land on my nuts right now because if i did that i'd be out of breath for the next 39 days i'm not entirely sure if they always have a cup for if they're prepared for that spot or if they try to like land right at their legs like right between depending on how like they make sure that they land well even like xbox remember xbox tore his ass when he did the bronco yes. buster he landed but that was funny. because the again, that was because the turnbuckle pad was not even there it was fully exposed yeah so he was not prepared for that you just smacked like, it with his ass 
They just went straight onto it because the guy moved out of the way. How many drugs was Jeff Hardy on during this era? I can't remember. Because I know this was post. He This was his second tour of WWE, if you will. Because he left in 04, or 03 rather. Uh, he went to TNA, did the Victory Road pay-per-view, came back in like 05. Oh my God. Good catch, Joey, you piece of shit. Did you see that, Gino? He caught him and he did like a power slam. Instead, it was a reversal. ECW, ECW. Do you think that's a genuine ECW chant? Like yes. these, these people, because the people were told, "Hey, you gotta trade ECW." So do you think like, this is the ECW moment? Do you think Paul came out at the beginning and was like, "Hey, can you guys, can you just be hot? Can you guys really just, you know, and no swearing?" Paulie would never do that. Yeah. Well, and of course, Jr. ridicules the guys now for standing around and waiting for the guys to jump on him. But that's what we just saw right here back in 2006. Yeah, but they weren't like fully just waiting like for ten seconds. They like it was by like maybe eight seconds. They were already prepared. They knew when the spot was gonna happen. They wanted to do that and then it was so it was like waiting so long like they do in a B two K he said that the, this version of Jeff Hardy with his hair was like one of the lowest points of Jeff Hardy. And it kinda is. It kinda looks like Shaggy Too Dope. You know, it's not it's not the best version of Jeff. The version of Jeff we have now is actually I don't know. It seems like he's in a lot better shape. Oh, he missed the swanton. It's in, he is in the in better shape, but I don't remember. Like we need like somehow to do a whole comparison of his entire career to find out which was the best shape Jeff Hardy was. Past oh, best shape? Oh, 2003, no way out against Jericho. That was one of the best matches he ever had, and you could tell he was in great shape. He was doing really well, and he left the company shortly after because he kept getting high. You don't like the screams, you know? It's great. I preferred Daphne's scream because so, I was a Daphne. Guy. It's funny when Daphne died, my dad was like, "I remember Daphne. She was that screamer, right?" And you know, I said yes, and he was like, "I hated her. Like he hated WCW Daphne because of the scream." I like WCW Daphne. I didn't even remember the scream. I just remember her hanging out with Crowbar. And that's my jam. But sure, Jay was Crowbar, but me was the scream queen. That was her big thing. Then her great fucking run, her great run in TNA that I love to this day. With yeah. her and Dr. Stevie and Raven all build up to help. I, I guess I wasn't. I You know what? I wasn't watching TNA really that fully because that was during my time off. Because we all know, Gino, I've said it a million times now. 2008, Unforgiven, I stopped watching wrestling, including TNA. And then 2010, like December, I started watching SmackDown and, and Superstars. And then that kind of got me. And then even TNA. I think probably 2011, like January, I started getting back in. So I missed Daphne. I missed uh, I, that whole little pocket you were talking about. Jeff Hardy and CM Punk had some ladder matches. Didn't see any of that stuff, my friend. I'm trying to remember that at that time, was that when we had the great Bobby Roode title reign that never ended until Lost Nerds? Yeah, no, I, I got to witness all that. I was full on yeah, back. I The best part about Impact Wrestling's website, even though they never updated it, was they would put the full episodes on there. So you would just be able to watch them on your computer. And I had my computer hooked up to my, to my Vizio, bro, so I could watch it. Okay, the screaming is getting a little redundant. But... Uh, it, it was it was kind of nice to be able to watch. That's how I would watch shows because Raw was the only one. It was like WWE and USA Network made sure Raw was like this Ark of the Covenant that you had to watch on USA. There was no way to watch it the next day. And then I found out about Watch Wrestling probably later in 2011, and that changed the world. But 
But even before all that, it was, oh, Impact puts their episodes on their website. I'll just watch it there. Uh, SmackDown is on Hulu. Superstars is on Hulu. NXT is on Hulu. Uh, Ring of Honor was like, on YouTube at the time. So there was no, it was very easy to watch all these shows. Except Raw. That's true. Raw was the only one yeah, that Raw was, was like, the one you had to watch live because they wanted you to make sure. Yeah. And that was the, their flagship show they wanted to have the ratings for. And I can't remember when I started watching Raw live again. I think it was after, it was definitely after the pipe bomb. Because I remember listening to TWFS and they were all about the pipe bomb. It might have been around SummerSlam I started watching Raw again. So, yeah, it was a long time of me only watching SmackDown and Superstars, kind of trying to peep in on Raw. Like, I remember when R-Truth turned heel. I watched that live. That was cool. But that was on Justin.TV. So, you know, I just – which is now Twitch. Did you know that, Gino? Yeah, I've known that for a long time, that Justin.TV turned into Twitch. And that's what I will always support. Like, even though – because I guy still from the days when I was watching Justin.TV, and that's why I still watch Twitch is because, like, it just reminds me of this was what I used to go on to all the time. And, that, and that's and kind of how I got back into Raw was Justin.TV. There would be streamers who were just showing it. And this was back in 2011, obviously, so they, they didn't have some sort of software. I don't know why, but for some reason – Peacock showing up on OBS. Maybe it's Discord. Maybe Discord has an agreement or something, but I'm able to just put it up. But either way, yeah, that Justin Nut TV era was, you know, I, and then once I got television, like I, I got my own receiver in the room and I was able to watch Raw uh, just live or just TVR uh, it, changed the world. Three hour Raw happened uh, in 2012, I think. And. I think at first that was really exciting, but it kind of, I don't know, I think long-term, and I don't obviously who am I, WWE's fucking loving 10 years of three-hour Raws, but it just seems like, I remember when they would do a three-hour Raw back in 2011, it felt like I need to watch Raw, drop everything I'm doing, there's an extra hour of Raw tonight. Yep. And then there also is that commercial free Raw that basically was just full of product placement, that was instead of the act. They should do that anyway. Honestly, I'm like I watch, uh, watch wrestling raw or Hulu raw, so I'm not watching commercials. If you have Jeff Hardy come out holding a, uh, you know, some Tide Pods, it goes. When I want my laundry to smell fresh after an amazing match, I use a Tide Pod. I would actually probably, I would be more likely to buy Tide if the wrestlers were doing gimmicks like that. Remember when uh, Enzo was selling us tater tots from Sonic? Yes, I do remember that, but I also I still remember that whole ad-free raw where we had like a Sonic delivery person was in the arena giving Jerry Lawler and Jr. Sonic because they were sponsored by Sonic. This was like the time about Sonic for like a few days. Yeah, but didn't it make you want Sonic? I'm gonna get Sonic after this. This is it didn't make me want to get more than normal. This match here, this was like three weeks before the Joey Mercury injury, right? I believe this was here because this I think is just a normal match. Not yeah, this is before, dead. this is before Armageddon, and which which is funny. This does have Christmas tree nonsense, but Armageddon was like the day after Christmas. It was like the twenty sixth, and I remember Theodore Long coming out. I'm in a giving mood, player. This tag team match is now a fatal four way ladder match, player. And I'm going to bring out some new teams. And it was Eminem and the Hardys. And I thought that was so cool. And then Joey Mercury almost died. I thought that was so cool. 
And I like Joey Mercury, but that was a scary, amazing injury. Yes, it was just like again, that's the thing that I again always do love about like death matches and just wrestling that's just extreme like that is that you could see someone die in a part of its excitement, but then if you were there in live it would be fucking terrifying. Oh, it would be so scary to see that. Somebody's see face, someone die live somebody's face. eye like that. Here, look at Matt Hardy. Oh, Bulldog at a clothesline. He's getting fired up. This is some exhibition stuff. Yes, this is cold-blooded Matt's greatest. <laughs> this is way before cold-blooded Matt. Yes, it was. But that's that I this is 30 pounds cold. before cold-blooded Matt. I don't know if that's true. He got way bigger, by the way. Come on. They were he got bigger, but like, that was also his intestinal issue. They were, they were calling him Fat Hardy, and you can call it an intestinal issue, but Brock Lesnar never got that fat. But, like, he's getting mad. Wait, like, talking about how it got ah! like, You know, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to do that. You're supposed to go, ah! Haven't you watched SmackDown before? I used oh, to watch SmackDown before where he used to do the beat. How does this end? He doesn't do it anymore. Started shaking. This match just will end. It's going to have an out of nowhere finish or a disappointment finish, like a roll up. Here we go. What'd you think about Joey Styles during this era of ECW? Fan or no? I was all right with Joey Styles. I preferred him as a singles commentator instead of two people. When he's just like had to like carry the entire show, but they're like, no, we have to have another guy and a play by play because that's just our new style now. When Joey could do everything. But even him by himself, I don't know. I've rewatched that one night stand pay per view where he has Mick Foley, so he's pretty much by himself, and he says some pretty ridiculous things. And I, I think that had honestly, that's probably what made WWE go. You know what? This guy needs a color person because even him with Mick, he made some comments. Do you remember him telling Mike Awesome to kill himself on commentary? Well, that's there was the storyline behind that. It wasn't sure. him killing himself. Sure, it was and because I, look, story about Mike Austin being the piece of that left the show, and he went to WCW. He he just came back for this one event because he loves ECW. No, he doesn't. And, but, but again, yes, he said yeah. suicide dive to him. He wasn't successful. Again, that aged poorly because he killed Yeah, he absolutely was just you know, hey, this guy should kill himself. Like I understand being upset, and what you should do there is try and sell. Masato Tanaka represents how we all feel in ECW. Sell the match. Don't make it about, I hope this guy kills himself. You know, it's, that's, and you're saying, look, it was about the storyline. Sure, absolutely. But I'm pretty sure Bruce and Vince heard that and they're like, well, this guy can't be left to his own devices because now he's telling people to kill themselves. Okay, that's because, like, they. And then someone did kill themselves, Gino. Yes, he did eventually do it. That's what made it worse if you know somebody who's suffering from depression please call the, the suicide hotline don't listen to joey styles or gino make sure you get the help you deserve the help you need it's not just that you deserve you need this help. I, and, and look your taxes are paying for it anyway so don't hesitate to call so here we go this big Su- spot that super snapshot i said they said it couldn't be done snapshot. the super snapshot See this wannabe magic killer. What? This is way before the magic killer. This is <laughs> back when Carl. This is back when Carl Anderson was teaming with Albert, like your friend Test. Oh, dude, super magic killer, dude. Oh, damn it. Uh, of course we don't you know, if Excalibur here, here we go. 
Avalanche! He would start saying it, but then it didn't happen. Check this out! Gino! Avalanche twist of cutter. Double RKO out of nowhere! That's a double cutter. Oh, look! Gay stuff. He's doing gay stuff. All right, here we go. Putting the guy on top from the back because the back is better. Than ah, it just looks like it hurts Jeff so much. Okay. Somebody get the cover, damn it. Somebody cover him. Hook his <laughs> damn leg. Yes, that Jeff is the league of men. Oh, that's the right bullshit. That's I good. forgot Eminem lost. Yeah. <laughs> I like Eminem, but it makes sense for the Hardys to win. So, Gino, so far, is this the worst pay-per-view you've ever seen or what? It's not the worst so far. We had a decent opening tag match. There's good spots. We had Melina being Melina, which is five. But we had just the good guys win with this good start of the show. The team extreme reunion is starting off strong and being a big win on paper. Yeah, I love it. I, I think this is a really good way to start the show. Uh, high action, intercontinental champion, Jeff Hardy. His rival, Johnny Nitro, they've been feuding for a while at this point, bringing Matt and Joey and add to the feud. How old's Joey Mercury? He could still go. He's like Great Muda. He's a legend. And he is a legend because J&J Security is a legendary tag team. So legendary. Because the Pitbulls, the greatest tag team in SmackDown. So legendary. Jamie Noble and Kid Cash, legendary tag team, the Pitbulls. Pitbulls get with the Pitbulls and Paul and Brian Kendrick probably one of the oh, best tag the teams they had on Weekly SmackDown. They forgot their name, the Hooligans, Spanky. <laughs> well, they always came out as Kendrick in London, but every like dirt sheet, whether it was Meltzer or somebody on WrestleView, they were always referred to as the Hooligans. So I never knew if they had an official tag team name or not. When you looked at my, it was never officially dated. When you, when you looked at all my fantasy booking sheets from that era, they were called the Daredevils. Because I wasn't, I'm not, a, I'm not good at naming tag teams, you know. It's difficult to name like teams. It's difficult to name teams and stables just on your own. That's why again, at first people were like, "Her business, what's that supposed to mean?" Now, her business is over. No, her business rules. Like WWE, it does a good job naming things, except retribution. Except I guess Nexus grew on me. But the core, that was terrible. Remember the core? So they do some things that are pretty terrible. One or two R's. Yeah, two R's in the core. Not really explain what it stood for. Didn't it have, it had periods, like decimals in it, like it's it like stood it for something. Yeah. Abbreviation. But they never. They and then never, we had the apple. The apple, obviously, the allied people powered by loathing everything. They left the B out, but it's all, it's okay. Core, yeah, Maddie Spice in the chat. Core was the worst name ever. It, it was. The, I didn't hate the faction. I didn't mind Wade Barrett running a Nexus 2.0. Oh, what's RVD talking about? I like when things are ECW.com exclusive and they show them on the screen anyway. Yes, that's what they always do. WWE exclusive. Do I understand that I might not even walk out of this match because it's a career-ending match? It's Extreme Elimination Chamber. Yeah, I get it. Why am I doing it? Because the risks are worth the price. The ECW title. Gosh, if he the didn't smoke ECW weed. World champion, yeah, whatever. And cool. He's not with the company very much longer after this, right? Nope. Oh, Matt Stryker is on this pay-per-view. Your teacher. Okay, this guy's the worst. And and No, he's the best. This guy's a legend. He had the greatest... He was a great manager for Big Daddy V. Months later, 
But here right now, he was a wrestler. He was our teacher. Master. He was legendary. What do you What do you mean that like this, this guy's the worst? Now, as far as wrestling, he wasn't that bad of a wrestler. I will give him some credit where it's due, but um, as far as him as an announcer, now he's one of my he's probably my least favorite part of TNA, honestly. And and don't say he's not that bad. He's bad. There are times when he is bad, but there's also times when he's oh, good. Here he's gonna cut a he's gonna cut a, a great promo. Here we go. Yes, where he's gonna talk down to Pete. Cue the crickets. This the sign behind him. Is a man by the name of Balls Mahoney. Hell yeah, Balls. Kelly Kelly loves Balls. Justin Roberts was the ring announcer. Dapper Gapper. They should lower that chamber now. The whole event should have been inside Elimination Chamber. Just a whole show of chamber matches. And I think it was two months later, wasn't it, for No No Way Out 2007 or 8 when they decided to have two Elimination Chambers in one night. And pff, talk about change. Talk about Game Changer Wrestling, Gino. Having two in one night, I was so shocked as a kid. The, the way they sold that pay-per-view, I was so giddy that there was going to be two elimination chambers in one night even my stepdad was fired up that we were going to get two elimination chambers yes because anything could happen at the chamber you could see an unlikely person finally being champion and then it probably was only like this for two years but i thought this was such a great idea they did um the, the winner of the royal rumble say he's a raw or smackdown guy that meant the, that the, if you want to go to WrestleMania to challenge for the opposite brand's title, you were going to have to win the Elimination Chamber. And I thought that was a great way. Hey, I didn't win the Rumble, but I have to win the Chamber to get to WrestleMania. And then whoever won the Royal Rumble, whichever champion he was going to challenge, had to survive the Elimination Chamber. It was such a great way to sell the pay-per-view. This match striker. So he's coming out, Gino, and he's telling us right now that we are not going to, like, there's no extreme rules at all. There's no closed fist, no hair pulling, no foul well, language. Well, he's, no, he's saying there is extreme rules. It's extreme enforcement of the rules. Yes. We need to enforce the rules extremely to make sure we have proper extreme rest. And I guess that's heat, proper right? Rest. That's heat. Like, he's drawing heat because everyone who wants to watch, like, look at their logo. It's a razor blade. This <laughs> They give it's this because leading. they want people to play. They give this ridiculous illusion that this is still going to be extreme or hardcore in any way, and they just had a guy come out and say, "No hair pulling." This is like Tony Khan. Can you guys just be hot? Extreme enforcement. Can you guys just be hot? Oh yeah, that is. That's Nicholas's dad as the referee. This Nicholas was probably so young at this time. Yes. He might, Nicholas right might not have been alive. That's possible too. Oh my gosh, this is, this is pre-Nicholas. And these match striker trunks are way too small. He got these made night of. There's no way he was going to wear those. They don't match his knee pads. They are so tiny. Why are they so small, Gino? 
I think it's because they wanted to make try to make him look again like a dork. Oh my god. Sorry, didn't mind. He didn't mind making himself look like a dork. I mean his head is up his ass. It's not maybe that's part of the joke was we're gonna have your head go up your ass. Maybe that was part of the idea, but these are way too small. He needs to upgrade. And he eventually does, but he again becomes just a full-fledged manager, two big daddy feet. What do you think about this ball? What do you think about Balls Mahoney? What are your thoughts when I just say the name Balls Mahoney? I just think about Kelly Kelly. Oh, you think about Kelly Kelly? storyline with Balls and Kelly. Because I do think, like, in backstage when they talk about Balls, that whole storyline, is Vince just laughs and he's like, Kelly likes Balls. That was the whole idea of the story. Well, and as silly as that is, I I look at Balls Mahoney as somebody that they still could have used as, hey, this is an ECW original. This can be our hardcore guy. We can have at least one hardcore guy in this company that doesn't really match, um, you know, doesn't necessarily fit the, um, like the, the, the ECW version that we're going for. This is kind of a fun. How come the, the TTSs aren't playing? What's happening? Go back to Botrix. I have no idea. Let's open the old Botrix window and see what happens, bro. But I think Balls, yeah, he's out of shape. He's just kind of, he could have just been, hey, we're going to have an Extreme Rules match, and it's all Balls Mahoney. I think that would have been a lot of fun. So for some reason, we didn't get that. Yeah, it would have been a good idea, but you just need to, again, I'd say this 2020 and maybe I guess just didn't want to have extreme rules matches that were actually extreme like ECW. They want to change that and just beat WWE's extremists and new blood. Here we go. I think I fixed TTS. I'm just going to go with the old method. So I missed one from Esteban Apples, which is Rizzo. He says, Carmella was fine as fuck in NXT. What do you think about that, Gino? What's your toxic masculinity saying right now? About Carmelo Hayes? What? No, Carmella. Bada bing. How does Maddie Spice uh, says uh, Test Gino uh, likes ball. Yeah, Test Gino likes ball. <laughs> that- right, so Carmella, I thought she was like really good in NXT. Even like right now with her going on with this character of being the most attractive woman in all of WWE is good. And I hope it does lead to something long term. Do you think like, she is the most attractive woman in WWE? Who do you think is? I'd have to like look up the entire roster and tell you in another time. I have a poster. Oh, we're going to have a dude chat about it. We're going to have to break it down line by line. Just to figure out which one really is attractive. We'll have a tier list of women. We'll rank the women because there are these characters. That is, women so, are just that, that is so machismo, toxic, white, scum thinking. That's the reason why yes, this see, that's the shit, put right? all the women. Then we could put attractive men on there too. We figure out who is the most attractive of all genders. So then Joe Gacy could understand that we're trying to be accepting of all beings in WWE because we need to be all about acceptance. I mean, it's, it's, isn't it obvious? Like the hottest guys on Berto Carrillo or Randy Orton aren't these the two obvious ones? Like I don't think that's really. I think a debate. the most obvious one is actually Austin Theory. Austria is the most attractive, I feel, right now. Nah, chicks don't like that kind of shit. Chicks aren't Austin. They don't like Austin. We, we got to debate. We got to find the women that we can ask and find out what they think of Austin. Humberto Carrillo is way hotter. All right? I don't know where you're getting your sources. Austin Theory is a big goober. Like, he's not... 
He he said he had sex with a sixteen year old. Why what are you talking about? Not sex. Listen, <laughs> that was now you're going with those people that have been just put things in proportion wrongly. He reached to a woman. Yes, but not wow. sex with the woman. Gino, come on. Why you what, what's with the fiddle faddle? Give us number one. Is it Becky? I don't know if it's Becky because I don't know. Again, I, I beat Becky's name because I don't know all the women that are currently on the main roster. Why does it matter? Why do you need to know all? What just one? Hey, I got. I got. I need to be able to compare which one's the actual most attractive. I got That's a poster. I, I have a poster of any any wrestler female you want. Who is it going to be? Just name it. You should just be able to name. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time, Gino? Anahashi. See, there you go. Look, you named that really quick. You didn't have to get a list of wrestlers to do that. Just Cause like I had the, I know his history, and again, like that's knowing good wrestlers. Sasha Banks. But again, we're seeing like attractive. Sasha is attractive, but not the most attractive. Zelina Vega. No. Oscar. No. Uh, let's see. Kyrie Sane. Maybe. What about EO? Was it EO? I think it's EO for you. Eo is really tricky, but like I would say, oh wait, um, you like Zia Lee. You're a Zia Lee guy. Zia is good, but also I would actually probably go with uh, Mia. Who's Mia? Mia Yim. Oh, Mia, Mia Yim. Yim. See, okay, see, Jade. look, we chopped you down. But let me just tell you why it's Zia. I know why you like Zia the most. You don't work out, and Proof you. to me, honor is real. Thank you, Ricardo, for the hydrate. So you don't exercise, but you've watched that Sheamus and Zia Lee workout video like two times at least. Because I've watched you're just most of Celtic Warrior workout. You're just drawn. Like, I've seen like the Cena one like probably three times. Him and Cena. Because like that did interest me. Like I was curious like how well he still works out. And then after like seeing David Finley in that one that you just pulled up, which I thought was really interesting. Like I watched that whole thing. I forgot all about that Finley was there with his son. And either way, eventual future Hall of Fame. He's got his foot on the rope. I gotta be honest, uh, this match isn't. This, he knew the four count. He this isn't that sure. bad, to be honest with you. They're actually having kind of a good match. Matt Stryker's never been a bad wrestler. That's the thing. He knows how to work a match. Just a bad commentator. <laughs> oh, and he only was back out there in the impact. He was great in Lucha Underground with Vampiro. He was good in Lucha Underground. Him and Vampiro was a perfect contrast because Vampiro was all about bro, bro. He said bro like 20 times an episode. Well, it seems like, and honestly, and obviously Lucha Underground was very, very heavily produced, so maybe that helped out a lot. Because even WWE Matt Stryker, I could not stand him. And when I listen to Impact Match Tracker, it's that same guy. It's that same salesman. I'm better than you. You need to buy this product from me. Just, like That's what it felt like. Even his, this is why you watch the Royal Rumble, because you never know. This is a mark out moment. I'm marking out. He just has so many cringe moments as a commentator. And in, in, in Impact, it's constant. Terrible moment after terrible moment after terrible moment. Him talking about the Premier League. Come on, Gino. Terrible. Look, and he wants to be kind of in the moment also, like, for, again, wrestling and sports because he wants to make impact seem like it is a fully sports-oriented product. Yeah, so and big. Not just be a professional wrestler. So big that they had sport. to move their show to, to go after Dynamite. Oh, yeah. 
That's different. It's the same thing. He should just say, like, next time he tries to explain it, he should just say, you know, our 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 friend company, uh, AEW had a show tonight. Oh, CM Punk's on the screen. Pay attention, everyone. He's doing the punches. Battle box. Is that a rancid shirt or misfits? What is that? That's misfits. All right. Cool. Do you like free the, drugs? Do you like the misfits? I always enjoy misfits. Yeah. Mother is probably my favorite track of this. I'm not a big misfits guy. If I can be candid. Oh, who Sabu. took out Sabu? Sabu's been through hell and back. He used to wrestle in frontier martial arts, and now he's going to be taken out of this extreme elimination chamber. Yes, so Sabu Boo is down. We can't. We got. We got a big Boo Boo. We don't know what to do with Sabu. Is this where the event turns? Because the first two matches were not that bad. And now Sabu, an ECW original, a staple of that brand, is being attacked, and we don't know what happened. And it's not like he was actually injured, right? He wasn't injured. We don't know in time. We could check that after we want to see an injury report at this time if Ta Sabu was actually hurt. But I don't know entirely if he wasn't at this point of his career. Oh, dude, poor Sabu. I hope he's okay. At least they got him on the stretcher. It looks like they're actually doing everything correctly. That's pretty fun. Like, they actually have yes. a real medical team doing that. Because bullshit. they have to make sure So the bullshit chants are already starting because people wanted to see Sabu possibly win this ECW title. Yes. And now he's not even in the match. Now here comes the Pope. One of my favorites of all time, Elijah Burke. Now, when I, I was watching. My favorite of all time is Sylvester. This guy, no, I didn't like Turkai at all. I, first of all, his name's Turkay, and they kept calling him Turkai. But I always remember watching these two, loving the Pope, thinking this guy's a star. Why is he the guy? Look at his, why is the name on the back of his tracksuit Turkai? Is this white supremacism where WWE thought Turkai is going to be a big star? And I thought Turkai was going to be a big star. I thought they were going to like, okay, this guy's going to have this big undefeated record. He's going to win this type of match this time. And we're going to get him to the world title match in the near future. Somewhere somewhere in a high school cafeteria, Brody Lee was already having matches. So they probably saw that and they were like, all right, well, Turkai kind of sucks. Like, because Turk. Living color. Look how good this guy was. I can't believe WWE didn't push this guy to the moon. Is it because he's black? Probably. Yeah. He also, he also wasn't like in shape. Look at his legs. They're very little. Brock. No, Brock's got big quads, though. Like, this guy's quads aren't big. They're like equal, I'd say, to Brock's quads. You think this guy looks like Brock Lesnar? The quads are like Brock Lesnar. I just compared the legs. The legs were we compared to. Brock, Lesner Brock has like chicken legs. Brock Lesnar and Trunks, though, early career Brock? Come on. Are you serious? Looks amazing. Early career, yes, but this, we got to talk about, like, now, Brock. This. Oh, oh, dude, Trinity. Are you serious? Can't believe you didn't say Trinity. Obviously, my pick, Trinity, everybody. But she's not right now. Like, everybody, where is she I don't right care. Now? I don't care. My pick. Also, where's Vito, the real FBI? We're, just, we're supposed to shut up, Gino, and just enjoy Trinity. No, I they were supposed to join the FBI. Well, even uh, Tony Mamaluke, I this era of Tony Mamaluke sucks. He's not. Yeah. Remember WCW Tony Mamaluke was very in shape. He was like a Paulie D character. 
and just five years later, it just, nope. And I remember they were making fun of him at uh, One Night Stand. Oh, he's really filled out. It's like, no, he got fat. We all see what's happening here. Look at Trinity. Good God. Can't believe this was happening on television. Elijah, he's planning. They gotta make sure that this match is gonna go smoothly. We had to have a fucking women's revolution and now women can't celebrate their own bodies anymore. They can in NXT 2.0. Which ones? Who's dressing like this? Toxic attraction. No, they're not dressing like that. Look at that. They are free to do so, as we've heard from reports, that they can dress with more revealing stuff and be more edgy. Well, they're not as edgy as Trinity in 2006. Let's throw that out there. But we're going to see where it goes in the near future because it's still the early days. I don't remember Elijah Burke wrestling with this little hat. I kind of love this little hat. Yes, he has the hat and his, thinking his hair is kind of tied up, but also still. He would still he would be over right now if he wrestled with this little hat. That could be his gimmick. And then he loses his hat and he gets upset. Give me my hat. He loses that three minutes into the six-minute match that he has to have for the title, the TV time. Oh, what a, what, a, what a single leg. Oh, look at the wrestling here by Nunzio. Oh, he took off the little hat. Took the hat off him. Oh. Now, Nunzio's wearing the this is a great match. I got to be honest. This is a great tag team. Oh, what a what a schoolboy. Tony Mamaluke needs to put more weight on him to hold him down longer, Proof Gino. To me, honor is real. Oh, Malachi Black just cast a fire spell. See, he's seeing that this match is on fire. It's seeing Elijah Burke back in the ring since he does not watch NWA like he should. To experience Do you watch NWA? I have not been currently watching. <laughs> I watched it in power, and I didn't even watch the 73, and I have not watched it since. I'm sure it's great. I saw on Instagram that uh, Nick Aldis and his friend are breaking up. Yeah, and I did see it as well, so we're going to have to see what Nick Aldis is going to do with his Camille and if they're going to have a new person or if it's just going to be him and Camille. I think Camille's going to stick with Tom Latham because they're dating in real life. They're going to get married. Yeah, they probably get They're so cute together. Again, just like to me, I think Sammy Callahan and Jessica Havard are cute together. They're going to have a great wedding when they do finally do have the chance to actually go to where they're going to go to. Look at Turkai's gut. And that was probably another part was he's wearing this singlet and it's sucking all that stuff in. It's because he's just trying to be a restless. Like, okay, you don't have the look of it, but again, you have you got sucked in like you're supposed to because you're wearing this. So you also gotta you gotta look like up. you're in shape, you know. Sometimes, but some wrestlers don't have, and they can still get over, and still stay in the gut. Big boom while still holding one man in his bare hands. Oh, the distance on that throw here. We're gonna go to commercial break. We'll be right back. Yes, there, of course, be commercial breaks on paper, especially in 2006. You still suck. Maybe this is where the fans... So the fans just watched Sabu get taken out. Now they're watching Sylvester Turkai. Can you imagine if this was just handicap match, Elijah Burke stealing the show, and, and they got rid of this big cis white guy? This might be a really good pay-per-view if this didn't happen right here. Well, we got to see where this goes. This is just match number three of the six-match card. So far, I think the only thing, like, I, I'm being serious. The first two matches were pretty good. I think Sabu getting taken out backstage was a real buzzkill because this is WWECW. 
We're already watching Lashley being crowned as the next face of ECW. So it's, I don't know, it's, it does feel a little cheap. Yes, so we're just going to have to see what they do. Who could replace Sabu? Who would be an extremist that would be on that same level of Sabu? <laughs> Who is more hardcore than Sabu? Who could even touch Sabu? Who could it be? They better they better put somebody big in there, you know? I mean, this is this is the only ECW pay-per-view ever. We better get a, a pretty large name in this match. Yes, we have to have some type of person that could be on that same level of an extremist, an ECW alumni like Sabu. Honestly, Ooh. even if you had John Cena come out and get booed, something. They could have made it like a major moment, and they went with who they go with. No spoilers. Nate, yes, we're not spoiling anything. Nathan Weller in the live chat, he says, who is the hot chick around the ring? That is Trinity. Thank you. See, see, he knows how to answer the question, Gino. It took you forever. You're like, let me look up a list of women. Because I, I, I get, I was saying with how Carvel saying that she's most attractive. So I'm just like, current roster. I don't know. I feel like for every year, I can just go like as a as a cisgendered wrestling fan. Like 2002, who is your favorite? Trish Stratus. 2003, who is your favorite? Tori Wilson. 2004. Maddie Spice says Gino ass and titties. Yeah, Gino. What do you have to say about that? I don't know how to respond to this ass. What about Trinity? What do you think about Trinity? Trinity, I thought was very attractive. They just should have used her more on television. To do what? Is she a good wrestler or something? I actually remember if I've seen like a really good Trinity match. If she's worked in the ring. She should have just been. I, I could watch the FBI wrestle all day if she's at ringside, right? Like, I think that's the criteria that we had. Oh, look at Turkai. Can't control this thing, ref. There's a five count. Look at him. He's counting. Three. Oh, dude. Dude. Drop double kicks to the leg. All right oh, to his face. Double this, drop kick. This is like Two Motor three. City Machine Guns. <laughs> yes, this is like WWE's Mercy Machine Guns. They did a double flat check. They didn't set up like a drop to hold. Elbow drop like a machine gun from there. But it still is like machine guns. Fluent tag team guy is getting off to save his partner. Oh, what an elbow to the face! Elbow like the stroke. He got him. Oh, the Elijah experience. Sorry. There we go, Elijah. So that was a good match of this. So we have to remember, this is a pay-per-view. That was a good match if we were watching television. But that's not a pay- Oh, no. Don't do it. Don't do it, Sylvester Turkai. Oh, good God almighty. See, that was there be like, no, Samoa Joe, this match better than him. He could do the must-buster just from a standing. Oh, yeah, exactly. Way better than Samoa Joe. Sylvester Turkai. See, he doesn't have to put him on the turnbuckle. He's not a coward. He just picked the person up and slammed what, what do you think, Gino? Give me give me a Meltzer rating for this match. 
I give it one star. It wasn't uh, maybe two stars. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't a pay-per-view match. It was just storytelling match. We're building Trakai and Elijah. Are we building them on a pay-per-view though by beating two nobodies? How about the paper? The about FBI are not nobodies to ECW. Did you watch the match? They look like a couple of nobodies. He need, they need to wrestle the Basher brothers or somebody who's won a title this century if they're going to be taken seriously. Well, here's the ECW, the Savages, they couldn't get another good tag team because they already had two big ones earlier in the show to have them lose. So they couldn't get another one. Here we go, RVD. It's his boy, Sabu. I loved that RVD shirt. I never had it, though. During his time when he didn't use, but technically did have the Fury of the Storm as his theme song. He always had he one of a kind as a song. Kind. Yes, one of us, Kai, but then like on that one album was called Ruthless Something. There was Fury of the Storm, which was his other theme. They did use. What happened? Oh, your favorite. Oh, here we go, Navari. Contra. So I do kind of see what people might be saying. This feels like an episode of SmackDown so far. Like, oh, there's a lot of stuff happening backstage. Here's a guy that doesn't have a match. There's been no, like, promo packages in between matches. To, like, they haven't even said, like, you know, Davari has been having run-ins with Tommy Dreamer these past couple weeks. They haven't shown a pro. Like, you know, every pay-per-view, you need, like, a little promo package to give people a minute to grab a soda, but also to go, this match is going to be awesome. We know what they're fighting for. They haven't done that with this. This feels like an episode of ECW TV. Here we go, though. We get Contra Unit's greatest member of our. Not, not even top three best members of Contra. Yes, he's the third best. He's which the means he's the best. No, he's the fourth best. It's very clear. Joseph Samael, Matt Kruger, J Jacob Fatu, then Davari, then Simon Gotch. Then the, uh, what are those guys called? The Hit Squad? Oh, <laughs> The masked hits. I can't remember those. Yeah, there's like 10 guys that just wear masks. Who I'm pretty sure it's the Von Erics. What? The Von Erics? What? We, I, we have never seen the Von Erics and the Hits squad in the same room. You're right. Well, I just mean whenever you could kind of tell, like whenever they're beating down, you know, injustice, it's probably everyone on the car or like who's not injustice. You know, it's <laughs> they get Leo, Leo Rush is under her hood. Dreamer, here we go. Good wrestling time. This was shortly yes. after he told that woman if she got sexually assaulted, she should have gone to the police instead of taking the cash buyout. This is also like years after when he talked about how he was in a very depressed state where he would have come to WrestleMania, shot Pauly, and then shot himself. He said that? Yeah, he had this, uh, and it was an interview where he explained that, I think it was like WrestleMania, that was uh, the Rock and Hogan. Yeah, 18. Don't, yeah. Hey, did he explain like he wanted to and was planning on going to the arena with a gun, going to shoot Pauly, and then shooting himself? Was Pauly like at WrestleMania 18? I believe it was. Like, he was 18, I believe, or in fact. I can't even remember exactly which year it was, but there was a whole story where Dreamer explained, like, how he was so depressed. Like, there was a phone call. I think it was JR that called him. They was like, hey, what's going on? He went, like, no. And he cared about what, Paul, what Dreamer was going through. But like if ECW. It wasn't for that call, he would have actually killed Paulie live on paper. And 
Maddie Spice says Arn Anderson shoots people at stoplights, so Dreamer is okay. There you go. And what I don't, I, I don't know which WrestleMania that would have happened at. Where did you hear this story? I don't believe any of this. Dreamer explained this. I'll, I'll say it to you in a bit. Let me actually pull it up on my phone. Because Dream, Paulie wasn't at WrestleMania 18. Or, or 19. He was at 20, I think, but doing a backstage. He wasn't at 21. Is this like, maybe it's a later WrestleMania? I, I don't know. That doesn't, maybe. 17. So at 17 with Paulie on commentary, he was like, you left us. I'm going to shoot myself and shoot you. Or probably Paulie first and then himself. It was Paulie, then himself. Which... Was this in his hardcore Jeez. diaries? Was it, what was it like? Was it on a podcast or something? Oh, but it wasn't at the time. It was retrospective. It was like after. Yeah, yeah, he could have made this up then. He, all right, okay. It's possible, but I doubt Drew would lie about him being in a deep, depressed state like that where he would have done. I don't know. It sounds a little hyperbolic. This is Tommy Dreamer who... Would tell story. I mean, did you watch the rise and fall of ECW? Come on. Again, but he, again, him and again, and ECW guys did feel betrayed by Paul and did feel like they. Were oh, absolutely. If Heyman owes a bunch of guys money and and he's on WWE TV, it's probably really annoying to see him there. But I, I don't think I think that story is a little hyperbolic. He probably I had this. I was so depressed. I had this vision of me doing this, but I don't think he ever thought. Here's how I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go to Houston. I gotta drive because I'm gonna have my gun. So I don't know if the, I don't know if the story you're you're slinging has any validity, is what I'm saying. Again, he, again him saying it is just again him talking about it, but it's him saying from his point of view, his mindset. So again, it can be skewed because perception changes your idea of what reality is. Don't be afraid to get close to the mic, Gino. You're coming in real low again. Oh, uh, yeah. Hold on. Then. Yeah, I forgot to move that with me. There we go. There you go. Yeah, you got real quiet this information. Yeah, I was just trying to make sure that me picking up, like, the keyboard and searching up this information. I don't mind keyboard clacks. I just, I need you. I need to hear your voice. I understand. I got you. Your I mic's you. not going to pick up the keyboard if it can't pick you up from that far away. Wait a second. Is right. he tossing the great Kali? He's the national treasure of India. They're trying to get rid of this amazing legend in India. Oh, such a legend. For the Indian people, he is a legend. He's in so many films right now. He does TikToks. He does people's cameos. He makes so much fun. Oh, he's a legend. He's a legend for the Indian people. He's a one-of-a-kind legend. Davari's not even Indian. That's true. <laughs> Davari just is there. Because they're like, you looked like this type yeah, of person. Yeah, you're Middle <laughs> Eastern, right? That'll work. You, just like an Italian, you look Middle Eastern too. You could do it too. What is Davari? He's not from Saudi Arabia. Isn't he just Pakistani or something? I believe he's Pakistani. I believe him and Arya are both Pakistani. I, well, yeah, they're brothers. But yeah, they're they're Pakistani legends. That is true. At least, least Arya is. I would even Sean, argue... Sean is just I would say, well, Sean's, come on, this era, this era, Sean's bigger than 205 Aria. Leanne X says, why is this happening? She says, why is this happening? Good question. 
They showed us no. This is happening because we have no buildup. We just have to fill time. So we have this amazing, just technical match with our, with Sean Devari and Tommy Dream. Why don't, and th this wasn't even Sean Devari. This was Kozro Devari. And why aren't we using weapons? Why are we having an ECW pay-per-view with no hardcore? This is the perfect time. Hey, we have Dreamer out here with a shirt where his, his face on the shirt is literally covered in blood. So why are we not doing any blood? Why are we not doing any of this stuff? Because in Davies' logic and ideas, in, like, and even in Jim Cornette's places, if you have like a gimmick match at the end of the show, or, like some point of it, you don't want to like blow your load and do it in every match beforehand and take away from the extreme or the big moments in the later match. Yeah, but GCW so, like, we can't do it do at that. all. We have to just save it for the last part. The last match has to be saved. Game from changer, all the extreme Re game changer wrestling doesn't do that. Yes, that's that's because Game Train Wrestling likes to have fun. This could have been fun. does not like fun. This could have been way more fun if we would have just had some yes, freaking chairs. Had just violence. Give me one chair. If, if we just had Dario Cueto in this and he was able to explain to the WWE that we need violence. Oh, 265 pounds of solid dreamer. Yes, we just need more violence. We need solid. people to ring that bell. Solid, depressing dreamer. Yes. He was still facing through his demons because of him hating Polly, still feeling that he was a piece of garbage, not paying him, and is destroying ECW. Johnny Wrestling. Where? This is 2006, so. Would that have been a Todd Ring of Honor? Johnny Wrestling. Tell me where Gargano would have been 2006 now. You're High school? I don't know. Look at, I'll check that again. That's Johnny's. Oh, what a back body drop. Are you kidding me? Well, since you're bringing up uh, Johnny, did you see that he got rid of WB and NXT references from his social media page? I did not, but I, I had a feeling uh, when they said yes. when they said no midgets, the first person I thought of was Johnny Gargano. And not because I think of him as like too small to wrestle. I I think he's fantastic. But I just when I looked at I looked at him and Adam Cole and Pete Dunn. I just kind of thought these are the guys Vince is talking about. He doesn't like those guys as the headliners of his show. So, and, and honestly, remember all these rumors about WWE trying to keep Daniel Bryan? I don't know if that's even true. I, I kind of Kevin kind of brought it to my head last night. Look at WWE right now. It's not little white guys anymore. It's big people of color. And Damian Priest is awesome. I mean, yes, yeah, so Priest has always been awesome in his own way, even back as Punishment Martinez. In his own way? He's just awesome. Because, yeah, like, he wasn't, like, always, like, as over as he used to be. So I don't think a lot of people like Punishment Martinez. Well, I'm he not talking like about – I'm not – what was the name that I said? I said Damian Priest, Gino. Everything yes. before that doesn't count. <laughs> it does to me, damn it. I don't care about Jonah Rock, okay? I care about Bronson Reed. At least Jonah now. Who we need to support Jonah. Oh, man, Israel. Thank you, Liana. Hey, oh, look, a roll-up finish on a pay-per-view. How great of a match. I'm sorry. This song rules. Talk about, great talk about nuclear but, heat. Well, no. If we want to talk about nuclear heat, remember his World Elite theme for a very short time, which was an airplane crash. At the beginning. What was that? Why did they do that? Why were they, like, Because... I, 
Sheikh Abdul Bashir was a terrorist. That's true. He was. He was a terrorist yes. of a good time. He had a move called the WMD, the weapons of mass. Maddie Spice says Gino takes dick up his asshole every Tuesday. Do you, Gino, during NXT? No. Oh, no way. Look at this. The Kali bomb. Oh, the Kali bomb. Oh, my gosh. Right there on the steel. The spine on the pine. You see, if only Conley's legs were able to be as able to work like they could when he was younger, he could have done what was it, the gallows pole, which is a double choke slam to a sitting position. Love gallows pole. He should have worked his legs. He should have did more DDP yes. yoga. Hopefully that would have helped his legs and not been like how it used to be. Like I still remember how sad it kind of was sometimes seeing him come to the ring for like battle royals just get tossed out. His legs are so tiny, though, honestly. Um, when there was one like probably was a Punjabi match where his pants got caught and they kind of pulled up and you saw his calves and I was shocked how little his legs were so I always love when people talk about oh his legs couldn't support that weight yeah no shit because he never worked out his legs yeah little baby because of Kai was hard for him to do it because again all the weight he was because he's a literal giant Gino working out is hard so yes, yes you have to work your legs I understand that we want to look pretty on our upper body, but when you're seven foot four and you weigh 400 pounds, you probably should spend a little time not just working on your quads, you know, but all these little tiny muscles in your knee here. There's a lot of muscles in there that people forget about, and that's the stuff like when ACLs are tearing and PCLs and meniscuses. There's little tendons in there that you can strengthen on your own time, but guys don't do that until it's too late. Now, was that, I'm just trying to keep track of this. Was this the fourth or fifth time they showed the replay the exact same segment that happened just five seconds ago? Is that the fat guy that lost all the weight because Finn Balor worked out with him? I wouldn't be surprised that's the same guy. I mean, like, I, oh, why Dreamer's was getting this up. entire thing happening this entire time we showed a replay like five times in the same spot? Dude, he's getting up. Oh, Dreamer's showing his heart still. Sandman, where's Sandman? Somehow taking a double choke slap spot is just as hard, if not harder, than that entire kendo stick segment. That's probably one of my favorite dreamer spots. Here comes Sandman. We kept fighting back. Just crawls out. Yeah, because they did like Tommy. Okay, here we go, Polly. Who's going to take Sabu's spot? Oh, thank God. Thank God you're oh, dressed. Yes. He's prepared to wrestle. He's ready to work. Thank God you're dressed to compete, Bob. Now, my obligation is to do what's best for ECW, which means I have to That's find true. a suitable replacement for <laughs> oh That's been your entire career. And it's been a really, really tough decision. But everybody's going to have to respect the decision that I've made. So tonight, <laughs> everyone, every, every person, his decision. replacement will be Barack. You. Oh, come on. So this is where it went. So it keeps going, right? This is a Sunday where we keep putting toppings on our Sunday. And this is one of the worst toppings they could have put on there. So do I. Because he's hardcore. Holly. Which I remember, was this before or after the table spot with Darby? This was after. Yes, that's why he proved that he had extreme because he could get his back sliced and almost die in the ring. Look, it was so a, he's an extremist for that spot. It was a fun thing, but I don't know. Oh, here we go. Mike Knox, Knox, Menagerie. 
Damn. Look how look at it. He's kind of in shape here. Yes. Remember Menagerie? He's like fat. This I will always remember Menagerie. I, that's I will always bring up Menagerie. Crazy Steve, the guy that still. Menagerie was so terrible, Gino. I like that. That's what you. It was liked. over. That's the thing. They were over. Over. Like what do you mean over? Yes. People liked them. They had the reaction. The fans said it back one. Uh, I, I I think the reaction that you go for is to get more people to watch, but I guess if you and ten other people enjoyed it, it's, it's not ten other people. There's like dozens, dozens, <laughs> and dozens. Of this friends. is what we like, you know. We like Kelly Kelly. No, we like Mike Knox. And he's ten and two. When he presses fist out and his arm straight out with ten and two. Whoa, she's wishing CM Punk luck? Are you serious? What is she doing wishing this coward luck? This straight-edge loser luck? Where's Trinity at? She was already on the show, so she doesn't get involved in Mike Knox's career. Who's he fighting? Oh, this vampire warrior. Is this, is this Neville? This vampire warrior who's fanging and banging. Oh, it's Kevin Thorne. Okay. Yes. Mordecai. Yeah, I saw Mordecai at Judgment Day 2004 at Staples Center. Yes. Hear me! Got to see him early. Fear me! Mordecai. Who did he beat then that night? got to see him as a vampire. Who did he beat Probably at? Probably just incredible. Nah, I thought he beat, like, Scotty Too Hotty or somebody. Who Some nobody in front of WWE. They're like, we'll just put you in there to job and put over Gangrel. It could have been Hardcore Holly. I'm not Gangrel. Mordecai. Who we were eventually going to have him. Fight the air taker, which never happened. I would argue Mordecai is more of a wrestling legend than Gangrel. <laughs> Shelly Martinez, bro. Yes. What are your thoughts, Gino? Again, I've we've discussed like Shelly Martinez a minute ago when I was debating on certain things I was going to do, which I still may do later. Uh, but Shelly Martinez is again her career going from WWE where she couldn't really work and then which would impact that she got better <laughs> got better at what hold on like what do wrestling you, she was never a good in-ring wrestler we can she got somewhat better than her wwe time no i'd say she was about the same wait wait this is this is the match this is that match let's see this match yeah i've never we I, get I, to see her wrestle i don't remember yes. this i don't remember this action here so we got kevin we get thorne to see this mixed tag Ke action kevin thorne who uh, I've heard the criticisms from uh, one Bruce Pritchard. When he was Mordecai, he worked too slow. And I kind of agree to that. I remember Mordecai matches were really boring. And especially in a four-minute squash, you got to get it done quicker and make it impressive. And he did a really long, like, it, it just wasn't. I want to see, like, bang, 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 move, bang, bang, bang. And with him, it was like, bang, walk around, bang. Walk around. Shelly. He's Shelly. all about the slow paced offense, the build up. It's to be the get the fans excited, look forward to that next spot, whatever it may be. Weren't these guys both in the new breed? Um, no, Nux wasn't in that. No, he was not. Nox was his own man. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, looking at this version of Knox, I'm surprised it, it didn't work out in WWE. He looks like a WWE guy. Yes, and he always has looked like a WWE guy, even with Knox. No, it, awesome. it was over when he was Knox. This, I understand. Especially, especially Menagerie Knox. He got all fat. 
I'm yes, but as your nexus when he did like get off the rails and he just was didn't care as he let much himself as he go. used to. As Ace is an Ace Ducks. Who was the female? Oh, Rebel. Rebel was in the menagerie. Yeah, That's where we got Reba, Rebel. Rebel. Oh, what a knee to the back. Say what you will about fast. Kevin Thorne. He's working stiff, my friends. As you should when you're fighting against someone like Nuts. He needs angle. to have the stiff combat. Gotta get Trinity back out here. This guy's a realtor now, by the way. Oh, yeah, he is. Just like uh, Bo Dallas is supposed yeah. to be, right? Bo's free to be a realtor and make all the money in the world. Oh, he slams his head on the back of the mat. Oh, what a lariat, you know. Big running clothesline. Maddie Spice says this off. is a sub PAR TV show. So far, I see why people hate it. I agree. I, like this, this also feels like just a television match, and something, yes. something as simple as kind of what we were talking about earlier. Something as simple as okay, we're going to show a promo package of this rivalry to get people invested in this match. Because otherwise, I'm just watching a tag match. I, this, this could be on T. This feels like it could be on ECW TV, and I wouldn't mind it. But the fact that it's on their pay-per-view, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit what a pay-per-view. The expectations were much higher than this. If this is a tables match, then maybe. But it's just regular. But there's gonna tag. be a table in the main event. So you can't do that. You okay? Fine. Then let's make this a barbed wire match or so. Are there there's barbed a barbed wire? Let's do thumbtacks. involved in the next. We'll match. do thumbtacks then. There's a hundred weapons. We'll do fire extinguishers. Let's put something on a pole. Where's Russo to save this pay-per-view? And then even a Maddie Spice, great point in the chat. Don't advertise Sabu to ECW fans and take him away for Hardcore Holly. And I get it's to make people kind of like, oh, Paul Heyman sucks. He betrayed us. But it's really just betraying the fans that they don't get to see Sabu. Imagine going to, and to ECW fans. Like, imagine going to... WrestleMania, and you're about to see Rock versus Austin, and then at the last minute they say Rock can't make it. Like that's so what we get that, Austin versus Hogan. So we get Austin versus. Tyler Spida says ECW ECW. Hell yeah, Tyler Spida. ECW ECW. This is kind of the most extreme match I've ever watched. Oh, what a kick to the face! Oh, a big, big. What's that bicycle kick? Kind of. It was a bro kick. You didn't oh, the referee saw the foot on the rope. You didn't, yeah, because there's rope breaks in ECW. You didn't watch, uh, you didn't see before you did that kick. You know, he went. Well, it was kind of like a bicycle, but also like, like, he didn't elevate himself enough when he jumped up. So he like, rode. He, jump. he rode the bicycle. Give him a break. So bicycle kicks are difficult to hit. People like Sheamus and r Truth are the two best bicycles. Right here, a good reverse chin lock, Gino. He's got that locked in tight. Yes, he just has to elevate him a little bit, then he could not move anymore. Shane Thorne could be not Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne. Kevin Thorne could be stuck, but he's not. He let go. He didn't want him to choke him out. Oh, what a reason. what a front face lock! Let's see. Now he put him back on his feet. Now this is not good for Kevin Thorne. He's getting up. Oh, we got the blind tag. In comes Shelly Martinez. Here we go, the vampire warriors. <laughs> A female one. Here we go. RKO. Oh, that's what I would have done. Here we go. The man can't hit a woman. You have to go to the woman. She's in now. Come on. Bring in Kelly. Let's get it. And this is before Kelly could wrestle, too. So Yes, so we get to see this amazing wrestling 
contest. Honestly, you these fans are freaking out, so it's not like this wasn't over. Because they didn't know like, it was going to be the first time ever seeing these two work. Here we Can go. Here we go. Collar and elbow, baby. Let's see it. Let's see how oh, they start off. Oh, what a kick to the kick gut. To the midsection. I would go for the shooting star Stop. press now and put an end to it. Pull it by the hand. Shelly looks anorexic here. I'm not I'm, I'm not digging this as much as I did when I was younger. Her legs are so skinny. I'm pulling her hair from this position so she's trying to work the neck. She's got legs like the great Kali. Oh, what oh, a kick to the more gut. stop. Another stop. What's her finisher? The pedigree? She doesn't have a finish. Doesn't she? And Kelly do? didn't have the K2, so no one had a finish, you know. What was Kelly's finisher? Wasn't it just the Rocker Buster? It was the K2, yeah, the Rocker Buster. Look at that angle. Where's Trinity? She did the test boot to the corner, does it twice. Can she do anything else from the corner? Let's see. Oh, just choking her with her. Oh, pulling her hair, Gino, around the, the road. Again, trying to work on the leg and the neck again. I got to be honest, out of all the matches that we've watched, we're the most focused on this one. So call it toxic masculinity, but this is. Uh, is this because we've never seen these two women wrestle before? Oh, what an elbow to the back. A oh, elbow to the back. Big elbow and an elbow. This back. is war. Get her, Kelly. Oh, double axis to double axe handle. All right, I think she's gonna lock in her finish for the sharpshooter. Oh, that's an elbow drop. Your awesome elbow. All right, now here she goes. She's gonna set it up. Oh, I thought she was going for the figure four. Kicked off. Wait, are you being serious? Mike doesn't respect her. No way. She wants to care about punk. Here comes Paul's punk to win. Oh, Mike left her. Now she's gonna she's gonna walk right into an RKO. He's gonna go right to Rebel like a real man. What's Rebel her finisher again? Isn't it the uh, lights out? Isn't it the reverse neck breaker? I don't know what her finish is. I got this time she had a finish. See ya, punk. I love this outfit they have her in though, because it does feel like wow, this is inappropriate. Oh, licks the head. Choke slam. Oh! Oh, and the booty in the face. What a match, Gino. Yes, what a technical masterpiece that these two women had. That was incredible. This is, if this was in the Tokyo Dome, that would have <laughs> If been this was Tokyo Dome, that'd be five. But since it was in this Athens, Georgia arena, I'm going to guess that it was probably a, a half a star. What do you think Meltzer rated would, this match? It had to be after. I, again, after after we watch the show, we need to see what Meltzer rated this whole I, card. It had to be but no stars. This is like negative one star. Oh, who's in Malachi Black says it run train on Kelly Kelly's ass. That's what he would do, Gino. What would you do? I would who's coming? Who's going to save her? Who What's happening? This? What's happening? Who is, is this the sad man? Is it Kurt Angle? He's returning? It's sad it's man! A, it's a sad man. It's the truck. What is he gonna do to Kevin Thorne? I don't know why Kevin Thorne's acting like a little bitch. I'd, I'd be like, "Fucking bring it! I'm a vampire. You're a drunk piece of shit." Well, Look, he's he, even holding a cane or something. Yes, he has his cane, and then there's the Singapore cane. Sandman's in good shape, though. Gotta give it to him. It looks thin. 
And at this time, he was in good shape. He oh. was ready. He was prepared to work WWE. But they're like, uh, you're just going to do kendo sticks on random people. Well, because he can't kick and punch. That's a big thing. He for them. could. You want to watch? Okay. All right. Let's watch a sad man match. That's oh, right in the working. leg. Let's see a punch. Please oh, punch shit. him. Don't swing the cane. Give him a punch. <laughs> He swings the cane Give him one a punch. Time. That's one cane spot. Oh, right in the head. That's the third. Uh, head that's two. the third one. He hit him in the leg uh, earlier. Third, the leg, the leg. Oh, sweet. oh, I lost count, oh, Gino. Five, six, I lost ten, count. Eight, ten, 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 ten hits. Left, twelve. So third. this is an ECW pay-per-view. This is the first time we've seen a Singapore cane on the show. or any sort of the fans, fake Singapore cane. Any canes. sort of weapon. This was the first time. Yes, this was the first weapon spot of the night. Dude, white Russian leg sweep on the ramp. Yes, the white. I forgot that was what he called his Russian leg sweep. The white rush. Another one to send to the back. This is such a terrible pay-per-view. Like, they could have given him a bigger spot than this. He got a beer in his pocket. We should have brought beers to this. Everyone should look at them. They're all drinking. And this guy has a camera because there was no real high-end phones back no yeah 06 i probably had a flip phone oh the beer they dropped the apple says sandman was the closest you was going to get to see a new jack in wwe yeah they weren't letting new jack in there i don't know if they could trust anything he was gonna say like hey come on cut a promo okay i gotcha just like why again our favorite them boys the briscoes would not make it baby because they would say some things that baby might not like them boys say they control their own narrative they do because they are them boys They're what a good what a good storyline and you notice this pay-per-view doesn't have that like i keep saying they don't have little <coughs> i i don't know anything about the jay briscoe ec3 feud they played a two and a half minute promo package and then i in my head i was so excited for that match they don't have any of that on this show but what's the next match holy shit we give the interview for <laughs> second Hey, is that Bobby Ashley? This is when he could sometimes talk. Before he said something was a bad turd. He couldn't talk back then. Let's see. I don't remember him being able to talk. See, look. Look how easy this is. Do a couple of these throughout the show. Even if you have to say six weeks ago. and Oh, what a suplex. Even if they say six weeks ago, Mike Nux and, and Kelly were doing this. You know. Just something to give people an idea that this match was scheduled and there's a storyline behind and it. That's somewhat important. Like we, we just watched three matches in a row that could have happened on television for free. <laughs> they could have happened on main event on Ion Television. Yep. Oh, test! Big boot! Oh, the big boot. The greatest big boot arrest. And then the Basher brothers in uh, security garb. Could have been anybody. This is 2006. It was the Bashams. I don't think they ever unmasked themselves. It's just like how we don't know who those masked figures were just last night on, 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 on Dynamite. AW. We'll never know. We don't know. It could be anyone. But Toysvani says it was the pinnacle. One of them did an F10, them. which is Wardlow's move. But that doesn't mean But it it's also Wardlow. Brian Cage's move. Matty Spice says, can we bring this interviewer back? Yeah, who's this chick, Gino? I don't know. They didn't give her a lower third. We didn't get to see her name, so they didn't care about it. You only sometimes give them names. He looks the same. This guy's incredible. 
This is the same Bobby well, Lashley. It's the same in Danny, but again, when we see him in Impact, he's in such amazing shape. He's so in amazing great, shape great. here. He is still a great shape. Oh, look, Holly's right behind the face. Wait a sec. How are we supposed to believe this is going to be a fair contest if they're all hanging out? They're all together with these two masked figures. Oh, this is it. All right, this is the main event. Main event time. So honestly, I probably had that reaction the first time I watched this. Whoa, this is the first already? We're already here? It's the sixth match on the card. Esteban Apples just says, is that Crash Holly? Uh, Crash Holly was dead by this point, okay? Sadly, he was Have a little respect. It's 2006. <laughs> Look at this Why is Hardcore boy? Holly in this match and not Sabu? Because Hardcore is his name. Take Big Show out. He's not Hardcore. He's the champion. Put Big Bob in here. Go to TNA and grab Big Bob. No, if we go TNA, we put Bobby Lashley in TNA and form American Top Team early. In there. Was, uh, was Big Bob part of Team Canada at that time, or was he singles run uh, the payoff Bobby Roode, the rich one? 2006 would be around, like, still Team Canada. I think, like, near the end of Team Canada when he's looking for his manager. I feel Yeah, I feel like that's the era of Bobby Roode is when he was looking for a manager and he got Tracy Brooks and he was mean to her. Yes. And then she started hanging out with Eric Young. He walked off fire. And then, and then isn't Pure Money only exists because Bobby and James were like both feuding with Eric Young? Yes, because James Storm is feuding with Eric Young because Eric Young keeps beating James Storm in the beer, the drinking, beer drinking championship. Yeah, the WWE spinner belt with a beer bottle sticker yes, to which it. I love that belt. It was such a great story. Impact, the best. Impact used to be awesome, dude. That's what yeah, I'm saying. That they, they need more of that. They need less of they need less of Rosemary. Hey, that that's <laughs> going a bit far there. You need some rosemary. Sure, like a little rosemary, not not as much as we get. We don't get her that much. In the past few weeks she's not been on the show. All but right. we're getting this title match uh, tomorrow for the women's knockout side tag time. Is that on Friday night? I thought it was on Saturday. It's a Friday it's one of the two. There's a lot of wrestling going on this week. They announced the bracket, by the way, for that. I did see the bracket. The bracket so, Which yeah, convinced me Chelsea Green's going to win. It's possible. We're going to have to see. It's going to be her and Mercedes in the main event, and she's going to beat her. Yeah, and then she's going to be all she's going to be all worn down after her epic with Mercedes, and then Deanna's going to come out and beat her in like a minute. And then, I still think we're going to get some type of like spooky type of stuff, like some magic, like demon all type altered, like demon stuff with Brandy Lawrence and she's an undead bride. It's like she might get close to the finals. Hey, that, do you, that interviewer we just saw backstage, imagine if she was an undead bridesmaid, okay? She just would imagine. be cool as an undead bridesmaid just like Brandy Lauren, Kimberly. Trovo just lets you stream this stuff. They haven't come for me at all right now. I mean, it's just been up on the screen. Wow. But here we go. The first person to come out for this big match is Paulie. X Championship. See, those could be anyone. We don't know who those two masked men could be. That could be Rene Dupree for all we know. Is Rosemary your your hottest chick in TNA? 
Or do you need a roster for that? I need to. I, I've got to think about this. That's actually a good question. Is it Diana? Because Rizzo thinks it's Diana Parazzo. Diana is like right up there. I would probably say. Rachel? Ellering? Yeah. No, she's not hot. Yeah, she is. Hate, Come to, on, hate to be this guy. <laughs> we lost Kara think, Hogan. Do you think Jordan Grace is more attractive than Rachel? Pro yeah, probably. I don't even like Jordan Grace, but Mickey James is up there, according to Rizzo. Mickey James right now, yeah, she's up there. Taryn Terrell, she was in TNA still. <laughs> <laughs> she's in NWA. We got to talk about NWA. Man. She's awesome. So, yes, she is the most attractive woman in, in NWA, I would say. Yes. Sky Taren Blue. Terrell. Sky Blue's well, coming to AEW. AEW, so we got to talk about AEW woman. I would say Santana Garrett. She is signed, yes, but they have her on dark, and she lost to Diamante. Oh, she actually lost that match? Yes, she lost to Diamante. I guess that makes sense. Well, obviously. They like Di Diamante's over. They like Diamante. Gotta push. Is she over like like they like, like her? the whole feud with Big Swole. They had the whole big feud which it had three strikes match don't call so it a yeah, big don't old. call it a big feud you're the only one that knows about it in this whole room i've watched dark that's why you need to watch dark i've never it's free content no yeah that doesn't mean that it's good or that i should watch it except for sabu the history, the history of ECW. Parker Hall has such an amazing history with ECW. So oh, the king of ECW. If you ask certain circles, this is Parker Hall and Test. Those are two of the most extreme legends. Legends, ECW. absolutely. ECW Hall of Fame. Bullshit! Bullshit! And even when they were, like, so the first time I saw this, even during this part, I thought Sabu was going to come out right here. Yes, you were so ingrained with the idea of WWE be like, see, the okay, guy was sent to the local medical facility. So they come back later. Yeah, well, I didn't see what the beatdown was. He was playing mind games. I thought he was going to come back later. Yeah, it wasn't a beatdown. He was just pretending the entire time. See what Paul E would do. How did they mistime this show so badly? Because they didn't know what to do. It's because Bruce wasn't there, right? It's because Bruce wasn't there. Because <laughs> Bruce makes everything better. He doesn't make it worse. We need a solid steel cage match. On this. He should be in a solid steel cage. Who else is in TNA as far as women go now? Because it seems like a lot of their, their women's division keeps leaving. Right now, we got Chelsea Green. We have Kara Hope. Okay, I'm Kara's Tasha Steeles. Tasha and we her friend. We have that one, uh, Chick Evans. We have Rachel Elring, Jordan Grace, Sue Young, Kimberly, uh, Lauren. Brandy uh, Lauren is probably the hottest chick now. I think she wins. Uh, Deanna Prato, Mickey James, Gail Kim. I mean, I like Deanna, but I gotta agree with Rizzo. like I, part of my liking her so much is is just messing with Rizzo. 
I like her as like she's. I like her as a wrestler. It's not really wrestler yeah. they have in probably all of women today in North America. Like, I don't think in Seth Rollins is that hot, but he's a good wrestler, you know? I guess I could understand. Tyler Black probably is more attractive. Like, I don't Seth think Black. Daniel Bryan's very attractive, but I think he's a good wrestler. Yes. I don't think Rusev's that hot, but I think he's a great wrestler. CJ is hopefully going to be showing up in, in AEW someday. So. Who's? Sanjay? CJ. CJ. Oh, CJ uh, Perry? Lana. Oh, keep yeah. her far away from AEW. Every, you hear that we want Lana Chance on the show when he has a match? Yeah, all, all four people are yelling at him. Yeah, we yes, love her Twitch we stream. That's not wrestling fans. They're, they're different people. The wrestling fans don't want mine. They don't want the couple to be on TV together. We, well, it's not not so much the couple. It's, look at the other couple we get on TV. Esteban Apple says, oh, she's on her way to AEW. Uh, I don't want that. I, she can yeah, go to Impact. Maddie no, Spice says, going. someone was balls deep in Geno's asshole from 2 Eastern Standard Time this Tuesday. Gino, that was only four minutes. Was somebody in there? Not that I'm aware of. Nope. All right, you're lost. Here we go. Here comes Big, Big show. show. Would you would you have sex with Big Show for ten grand? No. Ten ten k in my pocket. This is when he was the most out of shape. He was so miserable at this time. He wanted to bring a gun to this pay per view and shoot Paul Heyman and himself. That would have been interesting. That would have made the show that much better. It would have been the best show if he well, killed Paul Heyman. And especially this is what six months after Benoit died or died committed suicide. Allegedly, um, Kevin Sullivan. So they were going to make him champion, right? Or is that next year? That's the next year. I believe it's the next year where we have Vengeance Night of Champions. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Like tonight, we had Macklin, Black Drew, and Pete Williams to qualify for the exhibition top match. Before. What are you talking about? Is that like 2021 wrestling? Yeah, it's 2021 wrestling title. Oh, okay. Steve Macklin, the future of wrestling. Steve Macklin sucks. Diana Peratz is going to make him great. You know what? Honestly, maybe their relationship bugs me. Maybe I do love Diana Peratzo more than you do because that I, I think that she could do way better. He's the worst. They're happy. To, they're a good cup. Have you not seen their like, coast together? They're just like, uh, what's her face? Uh, the one chick who just got engaged with uh, Juice Robinson. You know I, mean? I don't fucking care or no. Uh, Tony Storm. <laughs> I don't care or know about Tony Storm and Juice Robinson. You don't care about another great wrestling cup. Oh, dude. Like Io Shirai and Evil. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really care. I'm not. I like The Bachelor in Paradise, and that's kind of what you're trying to do right now is talk about celebrity goss. But I hope I. I don't need it always to manifest on TV or on Instagram. I guess that makes sense. I don't know. Evil and Io Shirai even knew each other. Big sure he's just waiting. He has to get in this pod that probably doesn't get fit. Well, how many elimination chambers has he been in? I don't know. That's a good question. This was his that. first one, I think. But Let me check Big Show's cake. I think this was his first elimination chamber 
Uh, so he's, I think this, was it this year? He was in an elimination chamber and a Punjabi prison? What a year. Yes, what a year. I think the Punjabi prison match was like two years later. Wow, remember CM Punk? Yeah, I remember CM Punk Wow, I really liked this CM Punk too. I didn't think he was going to win the title tonight, but I like CM Punk. Stand, a great point for Maddie Spice that I've always thought. Standing in the chain, like in your pod, is probably so annoying. How do you stay loose? How do you stay limber in there? Like you know, I would be doing squats like the whole time. I don't want to cramp up. Big Show has been in four. This punk would be so great. Four elimination chambers on his on his yes. resume. He was in, again, this one, Extreme Limited Chamber 2006. He was in the No Way Out one in 2009, the Chamber in 2011, and the Chamber in 2012. Which one was he in in 2011? Was he on Raw or SmackDown at that time? Uh, 2011 was with Edge, McIntyre, Oh, that's, Kane, that's the Ray. SmackDown one. That was where Edge and Ray had like a 20-minute match after everyone was eliminated. Yep. And crushed it. Kevin Scampoli, that's the reason why the whole effing show exists. Is because of that elimination chamber between Edge and Ray. His uh, 2009 was only like 36 minutes. The one in 2011 was 31. And then 2012 was 34 minutes. This one is apparently 24 or No spoilers, Chino, on, on the lane. Time. Okay, yes. Sadly, yes. That is a spoiler. We now know time frame of how when this match may. Yeah, when that damn bell rings, I'm going to start counting. I'm going to know. We'll count the minutes to see if this report is right. Uh-oh. This test. Dude, this is a test. And you're going to fail. They should have put him with Matt Stryker. So this guy wasn't around very much longer, by the way, right? I don't remember Tess being around much longer in WWE. He was getting ready. He had his one match in TNA. Yeah, the Punisher, Andrew Martin, showed up in TNA, and then he died like a, a year later. Yeah. Drugs, right? Uh, apparently that was in the system. Yeah. That's another reason. I'm not sure it was, oh. I was going to say, that's another reason why a lot of these guys don't make it, because if they have a failed drug test or something, that might not go public, but... Oh, we can't rely on this guy. He's in a failed drug test, so we're not going to push him to the moon. You know, he might he might have had a, a good opportunity in 20-whatever, um, or in 2000, like you were saying, or 1999. They might have had some big plans, and then he might have failed a drug test, and then they thought, okay, let's put you in a tag team with Albert. Which get TNA was good, too. What do you mean? What do you mean? Everyone liked TNA. Oh, yeah, Test and Albert. Yeah, they were fine. Did we like them or did we like Trish? We liked them. Trish was an extra. Alright, I'll take your word on that. I'm pretty sure everybody they tolerated. Over. over? Yeah, because of Trish. They were. If Tess and Albert Trish came out as a team, they, nobody would have liked them. They had to have Trish. No people liked them. They were two big dudes who could wrestle. Back then, it was hard to find them. We had Kane and Undertaker and then Tess out. Albert's never not got as, that match. Albert's not as big as those guys, though. What? What do you mean, what? He's not as tall as Kane or Big Show. He's not that monstrous. Like, maybe not. 
Oh, hold on. Here he comes. Walking Armageddon. Hell will be calling your name. Your favorite. Yes. TNA the legend. Big Bob. The boss. Yes, the boss. American top team's greatest acquisition. The greatest training. Bobby Lashley. See, we have these people like Junior Dos Santos, Jorge Masvidal. Those are nobodies compared to Bobby Lashley. So this is pretty cool. Bobby's in this match. Now, when I was watching this the first time, it was so obvious he was going to win. Storyline was all about Bobby Lashley winning. Uh, now, Paul wanted to do the swerve of Sam Punk winning, which wouldn't have been bad, honestly. But even RVD, I thought, still had a shot at getting his belt back because I felt like we never really resolved that. Oh, look, his hands up. He could oh, just whap. He's, he just whap. That big old paw. He's like a bear cat. He's like a Keith Bearcat Lee. And yeah, Maddie in the chat brings up an amazing point. American top team can't throw punches to save their lives in wrestling. Only Bobby Lashley could. Yeah. Bobby Lashley JDS is, the real is like raining down American these top. weak ass forearm shots. Yes. That's the least wannabe wrestlers in American top, like Junior Dos Santos, Jorge Masvidal, are nothing compared to Bobby Lashley. But he was the part of America Top Team, the greatest part of America Top Team. RVD, RVD. Or oh, they got to do, whose music do they Hardcore have? Hardcore Holly. How do you like me? I, I was going to say, is that still part of this? He had a great beat. Well, even his other theme song that when him and Crash were together, that was on Spike TV for years. They, you know, they would just have, you know, hey, we have this show coming up this weekend, and you would just hear like the it was such an easy, like, oh, this is just a good generic rock song. And this is the same the same way. It's still a good song. Parker Holly is another wrestling legend. Yeah, oh, such a legend, Spark you know, you're right. Everyone knows Sparky. He got a free car next to that Sparky. What I would have loved, RVD's on his way to the chamber, Sabu joins, and then remember we did the we did that elimination chamber with seven guys It just started with three in the ring? Just do that. Well, that would have been interesting, but that would have been the first time ever. East was not entirely about first-timers. This is enough. The first time ever extreme change where we have weapons involved. Because Fuck yeah, reason, here we go. If you leave the chamber, you can't get weapons from outside. The if you leave, you're out. And I thought him coming out in this moment, it gave me a little hope. Maybe Rob's going to win his belt back. He never really lost it. You know, I mean, he lost it, obviously. But him and Big Show never, I, I didn't feel like they ever resolved it. So this is their big moment, the first ECW pay-per-view. The last time we did a one-night stand pay-per-view, it was huge. We had Rob leave with the belt. We were all such big fans of this ECW. We were optimistic for the future. And it, it just fell apart because of him getting pulled over. But here we are. It's time to right the ship. Yes, it's time to see what the machine is doing with this ECW product. Hey, Who is going hey. to be the champ? Hey! Hey, I got an idea. 
awesome song. Mr. Tuesday Night. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Mr. PPV. Here we go. CM Punk. CM Punk. Core Holly and RVD starting this match. Oh, what a barn burner. We already. This is going to be. Esteban big. Apple says, Where's Ryback? Where is Ryback? That, he would have been he great for was this match. In FCW? He was in uh, OVW. There's OVW, OVW. Or probably Smoky Mountain or one of the other ones. Deep South. Yeah, the, basically the connection to OVW, which is the connection. Oh, what a kick. Did you see that kick? Yes, such a good kick. Oh, what a clothesline. Look at, look at Hardcore Holly taking a big bump. Like what a bump. Oh, what a clothesline. Look at This is RBD. extreme. This, this is what extreme is all about. This is hardcore. Just back and shit, forth. Dude. Resting. I've never seen anything this hardcore. See, Hardcore Holly is proving why he's named Hardcore. This is terrible. <laughs> this is professional wrestling. Look at this back and forth. RVD raiding punches and punches. Oh, man. They got yeah. the... Oh, he... Oh, he took a bump into the outside. That made me yawn. They actually have the counter up on the screen because I know that sometimes I think Bruce has kind of let it slip. It's not always five minutes. Sometimes it's like three and a half. Honor is real. A King's Trove from Nathan Weller. Thank you, Nathan. I was falling asleep to the hardcore Holly punches, but I'm back in it now. Thanks to the King's Trove. You're falling asleep because this RVD spot. Oh, check this Harker out. Holly is what makes this. Oh, Spider-Man. Seen it though, Survivor Series 02. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Oh, look at the end too. Remember when like he, a, remember when he crushed like Triple H's trachea the first, the first time? Yes, I remember the first time. Almost killed Triple H's trachea got crushed. Spider Man, which again, that might have been oh. intentional. It might be one of those happy accidents. I don't know what it's you mean. Unintentional, intentional Do you hate Triple accidents. H? Are you? Do you hate Triple H? I don't hate Triple H. I just I try to find things to be angry, like blame Triple H for. Yeah, that's what I'm learning tonight. It's it either Vince like... or it's Triple H. Yeah, it has to be for problems that for wrestlers who should have been over but weren't. Didn't he, didn't NXT uh, prove to you that Triple H likes the business and he likes wrestling? We've seen him lose matches. He does now, but back then, around even like 2006, he's like, I want to be over and put myself up if I can be the business. Yeah, but you don't think if a I, lot of that is Vince just saying, hey, Triple H is a big star. Like, I have people at work that don't watch wrestling, but they'll, they'll talk about, oh, I love Triple H. Like, people liked Triple H, even though we're loyal wrestling fans who always want to pretend that, oh, we're way cutting edge. We like Cesaro. The the commoner who, who will, hey, I don't watch wrestling, but I'll watch SummerSlam. I hope Triple H is wrestling. So that's why those things exist. Like Brock Lesnar coming back, I hate it, but I can, I understand why it has to happen. Yeah, I can I can understand. I can. It's just Maddie Spice says Cesaro sucks. See, Cesaro sucks according to Maddie Spice. He doesn't. Do you think they? I know that we're supposed to watch Elimination Chamber. Do you think that all that steam is kind of gone from earlier this year? It seems like Cesaro. A went lot from, of the steam from not just earlier this year, but even from last year when. Again, when Brian Malachi Black says we love Triple H. Triple H rules, Gino. I don't know why you're talking shit about him. You're over here. Yeah, I'm trying. Well, people need to understand there's this issue with Triple H since he's part of the office and he's able to like, get into Vince's ear and be like, hey, 
I'm moreover than this guy. I should probably win. It makes the most sense. We don't know entirely how like meetings go, where Triple H might be again, being into business for himself to talk to Vince for himself. But as we're saying about Cesaro, I got a lot of steam from him, not just from this year when he had this great feud with Roman where we were trying to build Cesaro up and give Cesaro this chance. But like even when Brian Nelson was still in WWE and he was trying so hard wanting to help Drew Gulak get over. And yeah. I was such a big fan of them finally wanting to send with Gulak and then that entire momentum just died and now Gulak's in the 205 the 24-7 is right? 205 line. And I, and I agree with you. I wonder why that happens because I like Drew Gulak even more now. Now that we saw that they tried to push him and they've given up on him again, I like him even more now. Like, I pop when I see Gulak on TV. Him and Angel Garza, I thought was going to be weeks and weeks and weeks of television. And it wasn't. So I agree that sometimes I think a push kind of backfires on somebody. People beg so hard for Cesaro. And and I just listened to our episode from Tuesday. Uh, Bleedy's 125 for people listening to this watch along in the past. Where you and I talk about... How do you measure over? And maybe Cesaro is over in people that are on Reddit, people that watch the bump, like this different areas of the of the audience. But maybe they look at T-shirt sales and go, oh, nobody buys this guy's shirts. They look at Twitter interaction. Nobody, nobody likes their tweets about Cesaro. There's got to be some measure where WWE kind of looks at things and goes, okay, we tried with Cesaro. It didn't work. I get that you hardcore loyal wrestling fans want Cesaro. But our the majority of our fans don't, and that again could be the case. We I want them like I want to hear what really goes on. Like I want to hear again when Bruce does eventually leave and gets fired. Can't wait. Where he does talk about Gulak because again I do think he likes Gulak. I hope he likes Drew and knows that Drew should be over. It should be a big guy, but they just don't know how to measure how if he is over or whatever their measurement is of over talent in twenty twenty one. Oh, damn. That was a hell of a throw of that chair into the head. They wouldn't do that anymore. This was before CTE was, was a thing. Yeah, because no one really cared because Chris Benoit didn't. Oh! He, like, botched the monkey flip and it looked worse. Yep. And that just makes it even more deadly. It makes it more devastating. Why can these two, oh. two amazing wrestlers, RVD and CM Punk? They should have just did a singles, these two. But no, here we have to get the third man, the real man, the real hey, Hall on, of Famer, Hawker Holly. No joke, I'm not even upset. Like, if you do a triple threat match and you announce it ahead of time, Hardcore Holly, CM Punk, RVD for the title, I'm in. That sounds great. Don't tell me we're going to get Sabu and then put Hardcore Holly in there. That's that's what the issue was. It's not like they took out Sabu and they brought in, like, a beloved underdog who would never get a title shot. You know, uh, like Mustafa Ali, remember, he got that title shot. Or yes. he was supposed well, he to. He was or originally whatever, in the yeah. top picture, and then because yeah. he got injured, Kofi. Hey, Ali's out. Let's throw in Kofi. That's like an exciting. Okay, it's an upgrade. And remember, Vince's Bruce has said on the on the podcast, you always want to give him something better if you can't deliver on what you promised. And yeah. them giving us hardcore Holly is not better than giving us Sabu. Jeez, this is too it's brutal. First I don't like this. getting a world title match, hardcore Holly. His first real title. The first major championship in Harker Holly that he is well deserved for over all these years and the rest of his Well deserved. Listen, he went through being Sparky Plug to being hardcore Holly. 
Yeah, but what does that he mean? Deserves he deserves. He still didn't. He never drew a dime. It's not like people had a bunch of hardcore Holly merch. They did. The they had Sparky. The best thing that happened to Hardcore Holly was Crash. We all liked Crash. Crash carried the scale. Crash was the funny one. It helped Bob because we got to watch, you know, this this so serious Hardcore Holly guy, and then his silly cousin Crash was the actual Hardcore champion. And their theme song was awesome. And they both weighed 400 pounds. Yes, they were both super heavy. So I like, I, and I like Hardcore Holly. I did have a Hardcore Holly action figure. I, I did enjoy him versus Brock. I thought that was a good storyline and a good Royal Rumble title match because you knew Brock wasn't going to lose the belt. But it, it gave Hardcore an edge, and I took him seriously. Like, what if Hardcore wins this? You know, and he can just lose the belt at No Way Out. It's not like they can't undo that. But, yeah, as far as a he deserves a world title, I don't know about that. He does. He at least deserves some form of respect, if not being a world champion. He got plugged into this elimination chamber. That's pretty respectful. Yes, they should give him also Hall of Fame. Esteban Apple says Crash defending his hardcore title at Chuck E. Cheese Gino. Yeah, Gino. Hardcore ruled. Or Crash ruled, rather. Crash rules as well, but hardcore is also... They both the Hollies should be in the Hall of Fame. Is he not in the Hall of Fame? Is Hardcore Holly not in the Hall of Fame? I do not believe Hardcore Holly is in the WWE he, Hall of Fame. He seems like a Hall of Famer. I, I know that. He is, even though, like, I think, wasn't there, like, stories about him and Hunter don't get along? Oh, he doesn't get along with anybody. You've heard, I've, Bruce tells the stories all the time, you know. Hey, here's what we're doing tonight. You know, if you got anything better, let us know. Hey, I got something better. How about I win the fucking belt? Like, he's just. Yep. Hey, all his storyline ideas were, here's how I win the title tonight. Here's how I win my match. Here's how I kick somebody's ass. He also had that moment on Tough Enough where he beat the hell out of that guy, which made him look yep. like a total piece of shit. So he has a lot of – dude, he's like Tessa. He's got nuclear heat. Which, speaking of nuclear heat, did you see that they have a shirt for Tessa? Who does? Uh, Wow, they already have a new shirt for Oh, yeah, nuclear. I heard Wow. Uh, nuclear bomb with the diamond because – we don't want to. We want to just be right on the nose, being like, "Yeah, we signed her because she's nuclear." She didn't say the N word. I don't. I don't care. One person. There says, were things she said and did. It was just about what she said. There's the things she did. What are the things she like, do? That's gross. The spit. The, fuck, the, the uh, shitting video recording. Oh, that's a Audio real thing that, that Kevin showed that me. That is a real thing that was Tessa. Yes. Yeah, but that's not a reason for her to never work at a company ever again. But also, like, there is, like, some people go with her beliefs. And think it, there is that she did say the end. That is not Do you have proof of it? There was proof. I don't recall where it was that I did find, but I have seen the proof. But I will look back into it again. But, yes, she's – that's one of the reasons and other stuff, I'm sure, whatever it's political or other BS that people think is a important reason why somebody – shouldn't work in a wrestling promotion like WWE. I don't know who these people are that don't want to see her work in WWE. I don't, I don't, I don't know who those people are. So if you, if you have evidence that she actually said it, because I remember when I looked into it, it was one person who said it. It was the night before she won the Impact title when all this stuff dropped, where they were like, oh, can't believe you're pretending that you support other women when you did this. And I never found any evidence of it. It was just one bitter, bitter female wrestler who didn't get over like Tessa did. Yeah, and it's possible that it was all from that one person. But again, if she 
legitimately did say it, that does make at least to get it. Oh, sure. Why, if, like, if you're degrading somebody because of their race, then yeah, absolutely. Yes. Like, I, I agree. That's pretty shitty. And I think companies would have a reason not to work with you. Now, do I think you should never be allowed to work in a wrestling company ever again? Absolutely not. I think she should. Of course. I think, like, Hogan, that's I think should. Hogan should lose to Hogan should have a match with like Bobby Lashley. It would clear his name. Get your ass kicked by a black guy. Put put somebody over. Use your name to do something good. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And that's never going to happen. But for Tessa, same deal. Have her have some matches with Big Swole or whatever. I don't care. Just get her on TV. She's a good wrestler. And again, I'm sure one day we will see something like that happen. Just Whoa, like Punk was out first? Punk first eliminated. You don't get the chance. The people don't get what they want. Oh, good thing we got Test in here. Yes, the real. Test is winner. hardcore. The person should win. Oh, he turned on Bob. Yes, he turned on Big Bob. And then they had the confusing hardcore got pinned in the bell didn't ring. Test went to business for himself, like they said. He went off script. Because they want to make this still somewhat sometimes be like a shoot work idea. So we have to make that happen where they'd say he went off script. He went to business for himself. Yeah, this was so stupid too. So RVD gets his foot caught. And that allows this big shows holding it. You can't do anything. Rezzy says, sounds like her voice, but there's no real live evidence of the video of Tessa saying it. Oh, steel chairs to the head. Oh, just throws them. Yes, just a big toss. Oh, yeah, Tess used to drop the flying elbow. Yes, the test elbow drop. Here we go. What From is the about top. To... No! Oh, Test my diving God. Elbow. <laughs> that, that looked really bad. Test is the best. Screw RVD. No, he doesn't get it back. Okay, so this is December to December, ECW's first pay-per-view. We just lost CM Punk and RVD in the first two. So you were left and with one. Mark or Holly, number two. Not forgetting Hardcore. But, but what I mean is we're down to one baby face. And... Everyone's chanting bullshit. Everybody's upset. Yeah, we're getting bullshit chants because now it has to be Bobby unless it's just Big Show keeping the belt. Yep. So here we go. Everyone already knows how this is going. So it's also it's a question of it's a question of why they booked it this way. Why not have Bobby have this? I guess this is the only way to make Bobby get cheered. He's got to overcome Test and Big Show, because my the other way to book it would be have all the heels be eliminated. Malachi Black says, "Look how far Big Show looked here." Look how far he looked. I think he means fat, because this was the biggest Big Show had ever been. He's over 500 pounds at this point, because when he came back in 08, he was like 470, and they made sure they continuously said 470 pounds. He didn't want to be 500 pounds anymore. Okay. But again, here's also like the best thing is that right now, here back in 2006, WWE did not learn from us about the whole two big guys and the baby face we wanted to put over. Oh, with Kane and years later, yeah. <laughs> we had a nice Royal Rumble match that everyone remembers with Roman. 
because they had the big show and Kane threw out all the big baby face that everyone wanted to win. So it's like you have to cheer for this guy now because he's your only baby face now. You've got to cheer for Roman. And they wouldn't cheer for Roman. So again, that was the whole idea. Like they didn't learn from this back in 2006. Yeah, that's still probably well. I remember even when when Ziggler got eliminated, that was kind of the moment for me where I thought, "Oh, this kind of sucks, doesn't it?" Like when they threw Ziggler over the top, just lifeless Ziggler. I don't know. It kind of sucked. All right, what are we gonna do, Bobby? How are we getting out of this cage? What do we got to do, Gino? Stuck in the cage. What is he gonna do? They don't have like what they do now with the chambers, where it's like kind of glass all over, so you kind of jump out. So he's stuck. He doesn't know what he's gonna do. Bobby can't win because he can't boost because he's stuck in the chamber pot. When I watched, when I saw this the first time, I thought this part was so cool. <laughs> Just breaking chains. That's the thing. And that's the other thing. He's a black man breaking chains. He's free. That's he's true. He's a free man he's from freeing, the white man. He's freeing the narrative. He's being free from the white man oppressing him from the cage. Look at him. Keeping him in cage. He is also the first black man to win the Elimination Chamber. That's pretty cool. Oh, what a boot to the face. This is an ex- well, the first, man to, first black man to win the Extreme Elimination Chamber. The only man to win an Extreme Elimination Chamber. That is true. He's, we, you see, he's made multiple his We never had points. another one. And by the way, yes. I feel like after watching this, I did they ever put this in a video game, the Extreme Elimination Chamber? Nope. That might have, that might have been a good idea. I don't know. I like that idea. They should have done that. Like that's something they should have done when they did the whole match creation, where you could have like a last man standing inside a chain. Well, because I love the idea of you don't. They should have made it so you also don't know which weapon you're gonna get either. Like yep. they could have done all this type of weird stuff that would have been cool. Like that one match in uh, TNA where it was a steel cage, but I think it was Christian and somebody. I think it was Abyss, and they had weapons, but you can call for your weapon. Like I think Christian had. Oh, it's Rhino. Rhino had like the keys to the cage. That was the barbed wire. Like, that was the barbed wire steel cage match, wasn't it? Yes, that was like, like yeah, that's the yeah, game. That was my favorite match. So, like, like you bring in history. So yeah. they could have done that too. There's so many like weird matches that they could have done for like video games. Yeah, well, the TNA video game was awful. I really didn't like it their video. Should have been so much better. Yeah, that's why yeah, I, we got the Ultimate X, which was cool, but that's. But even like AEW games, I'm kind of worried for this video game. The expectations are always going to be so high. I don't think you're going to be able to pull it off. Our nostalgia is so crazy for good wrestling games that everything we get now doesn't really work. Like if we're 12 years old and we get these new WWE games, we probably like them. And then in 10 years, we think, oh, these kind of suck now. They're way better when I was a kid because everybody likes, you know, oh, when I was a kid, this was way better. So I think that's going to exist even with these video games where people are just going to assume, oh, well, this, of course it's not as good as No Mercy. No Mercy was the be-all, end-all wrestling video games. Same with SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain, and SmackDown, Shut Your Mouth. It seemed like every year it was a banger video game. And maybe the games are just as good, and I'm just older now, but I'm always going to think, no, nope, those SmackDown games were way better. And it's possible that it is just like nostalgia, but like right now, I've been occasionally going back and playing like older wrestling games. I even am currently trying to play through the AAA game. You ever play the AAA Lucha Libre? Uh, 
Was it something Pride, a wrestling game? No, I never did. I really I actually had. To... I played a couple WCW games. I played Backstage Assault, which I loved. Um, yes. And uh, Even though people hate it, so yeah, cool. I loved Backstage Assault, and then uh, NWO Revenge. I played that a lot. Um, that was where I learned like most of the WCW guys was uh, you know. <laughs> On that video game, Ultimo Dragon was the best. And then you'd watch Nitro, and you're like, where's Ultimo Dragon? Uh, oh, hour one, and I missed him? <laughs> or he wasn't even booked tonight? WCW Saturday night? So, was yeah. Alex Wright in Revenge? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember if Alex Wright was like, I need to play through it again, because I have that download. I'll play that. Because I've been also looking at I've been just playing, like, emulation of games, too. So I've been, like, going back in time. You know, when you get married and have kids, you're going to realize video games are a thing of the past, my friend. This time I won't have any more. Yeah, I I will be less and less. That's why I play MVP 05 and, like, that's why I play old Madden and stuff, like, stuff that I already own. Because I know that I don't need to get invested into, uh, like, a video game. Yeah. Like, I almost hooked up the Xbox in here so I could play some stuff. And by the time that thought comes into my head, I'm wrapped up in something else. Even this, yeah, I even I, said I wasn't doing anything, so I said, "Hey, let's do, let's start an hour early," and then I'm rushing to get in here because I just had so much stuff to do. So, yes. oh, here it comes, Chino. Yes, the one-on-one match we all wanted to see: Big Show versus Lash. And Big Show's got his weapon. He's got Barbie. But Bobby does have his weapon. His weapon's already destroyed, so we had to take CM Punk's weapon. So this is still like CM Punk is going to win because it's Punk's weapon. And it is a good idea to have Big Show can barely work at this point in his career. So it is a good idea to do this because he is just so overweight. You need him to drop the title, have him come in last, and have Lashley beat him. And, And I also don't like elimination chambers like this where the last guy comes out. And there's no other people left. You know, it's, I like the illusion that we might get all six guys in here at once. Oh, it got stuck, Chino. Esteban oh, Apple no, says wasn't Kirk in Angle in ECW at this time. Kurt Angle had already left. He left, I think, in August. He was supposed to be at SummerSlam, and he left. He showed up in TNA in October. So that was after his 90 days. So look yeah, at the referee. That's why we had Bob for Glory 2006 on here, because that was Kurt Angle's TNA first appearance on pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Is that his debut match? Well, that's, debut match that's SummerSlam match, Sabu and Big Show. I remember liking it. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'm way wrong on that. Because uh, I think they had an Extreme yeah. Rules match. They probably did. They probably was some blood. But uh, I, I remember, really, and I think that was supposed to be Kurt Angle. <laughs> Kurt Angle and Big Show probably. Rizzo, why aren't we watching yeah, that instead? There might be, we might have to watch uh, Big Show versus Ric Flair from ECW because I heard Bruce talks. Bruce and Conrad hated that match. And I thought when I was younger and I first saw it live, one of my favorite matches ever was Ric Flair and Big Show in ECW with thumbtacks and blood. And it just felt so, like, that's what I thought ECW was going to be. I thought it was going to be guys from Raw and SmackDown showing up at ECW and having these extreme wars on sci-fi because it seemed like sci-fi didn't care. Uh, yes, we were hoping for that, but then we had Batista. Yeah, then we got the Batista stuff. That was, that was everyone hated Batista. Big 
But Ric Flair one, that is something we should rewatch together. And then when we talk about like Ric Flair, that we gotta go back to that I quit match with Mick Foley. And uh and Rick Rick and Edge in that TLC match on Raw. Like Rick Rick, Rick yes. did some things late in his career that he didn't need to do. And I always was a huge Ric Flair fan and from that era. It wasn't like I watched all of his NWA stuff. So watching that Ric Flair, I was such a big fan. Yep. And then we got to eventually go find a way to watch the year when we had Ric Flair and Mick Foley and TNA. That match too. Oh, God. I don't even remember that. You don't remember? Like, that was like they had the big... Wasn't Rick wrestling in like a suit? He was kind of in a suit, but like, I don't remember if it was in a suit when he wrestled the I think I've seen it on Ring of the Hawk. <laughs> so, so yeah, I've probably seen it. Because you talked about Mick Foley's career. Yeah, his TNA career. Yes. His great TNA career when he was the majority shareholder. Oh, what's that? Shit got to do. He did. Jumps up. My favorite thing Mick did in TNA was kind of stupid, but it was he was he was being he interviewed. interviewed himself. Well, no, he was being interviewed by JB. Oh, the spear! Is that it? Oh, big spear. The fans That's erupted. That's spear. The fans went crazy for it. Because Some... they had to, because it was the only baby face. They didn't want yeah. to show it away. Some people are sitting on their hands, but everyone else seemed to really enjoy it. Lashley did it! They want to make it like a big moment. They're going to play forever. It's a big moment. He beat the big show. As he holds that belt buckle. What'd you think of this title belt? It was better than the silver belt. I like the silver one. I think this thing looks like a an indie fed belt. And I, and that's probably what they were trying to that's do. That's ECW. Yeah, ECW is supposed to be that. But that big silver one that Mark Henry had, I always thought that one looked really cool. And even though ECW, it was silver, so it's not gold. But it's still, it, it could be white gold. This could, any color could be gold. Red gold. Get a red gold. So I don't know this 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 event obviously was terrible because it was really short. We watched a pay per view and it felt like the opening match was great. Everything else felt like it was just ECW TV and then the main event. So honestly, what they probably could have done put this event on a Tuesday night. Tell us it's an hour long show. Don't charge forty bucks for it. And I think people would have been happy with that. You know, I, I think that was a fine special, like an hour long. Hey, we got two matches that you got to pay to see. You don't want to miss them. But when you advertise a pay-per-view event, a three-hour event, and you deliver two hours and 14 minutes of mediocre bullshit, uh, I don't know. I, I understand why people hate this thing now. Yep, and it makes perfect sense. The show... It deserved a lot better if they really put the time and effort into it. But again, the hour-long ECWs did not really do its service to help the show. Well, and that's – but even NXT could put together a two-hour takeover with one-hour shows. It's not yeah. It's not impossible to create a pay-per-view and, you know, just show – like I said, promo packages would have helped this thing so much because we yeah. didn't know why anyone was fighting each other. It didn't feel like any other pay-per-view I've ever watched where every pay-per-view had, okay, here's wrestler X. He's going to fight wrestler Y. Here's the build-up how we got here. Even if it's two random guys, do something to make us realize, oh, here's why this is important. Should, yeah. Show some clips of, you know, even match. Remember, a great example for this is Booker T fought Heidenreich at like a no way out. 
and it was because Booker T lost his tournament match on the Go Home Show. So Heinrich was backstage, like making fun of him. Boom, match this Sunday. They show that clip, and now we know why they're fighting at the pay per view. And it's a one week build. They built it in 30 seconds in one little spot backstage. But the fact that they're able to call back to it and show you, hey, this isn't some random match. These guys are fighting for a reason. Booker T's fighting for pride. He's upset that he lost the tournament match. I think he lost to, to John Cena or Kurt Angle. And Heidenreich was making fun of him backstage. So here we here we go. One-on-one, these two guys. So yeah. th- there's a way to build a pay-per-view. You don't need to dedicate a lot of time to setting up matches. Even the Kelly Kelly stuff. Show her and Mike Knox having issues with each other. Show her flirting with CM Punk. Show other things. All you get is her saying that she's flirting with CM Punk. That's all you get. All, she, all you get is her getting on the microphone and saying, good luck to CM Punk tonight. Like That's all you got. That's the bill. So why this match set. And even Mike Knox, who I thought was a heel, and he's fighting Kevin Thorne, who's a heel. Maybe put maybe put a babyface team on the other side there. Now I know Ariel and Kevin were the were a couple, so it makes sense to use them. But watching that whole event, it felt like a good episode of ECW on sci fi. Not a I, not a pay per view. I could agree with that, but I don't know about good episode. Again, a good episode would be the Halloween episode where we had the uh, Monster Bash Battle Royal or the Ric Flair Big Show sure. ECW title match. This is like a decent one, but I'm curious since we brought this up earlier during our watch part of this, during our, what is Fire Up Peacock? <laughs> I wonder what our good friends, Dave Meltzer, Big Dave, and Brian Alvarez thought of this show. If we could sum up all that information up for December to December. Yeah, I don't subscribe to the Wrestling it. Observer, but let me see if I could just yeah, type in Wrestling ratings. Observer rankings, or just Wrestling Observer. December to December. Hopefully it's free somewhere. Hopefully my good friends at uh, <laughs> hopefully my good friends at WrestleView had, had it up here. I do enjoy, like, obviously you read from, this is from Wrestling Inc. way back then. WWE flooded with complaints after ECW pay-per-view. The disintegration between Paul Heyman and WWE can be linked to a significant a significant amount of complaints WWE fan services and DirecTV received after Sunday's December 2 dismember pay-per-view. Clearly, it was a terrible event. Everyone was upset. Like People who paid for it thought they were getting a three-hour show. And nope, we didn't get it, you know. Um, but I, I want to see. I don't know how to find their ratings. I don't subscribe to Figure Four online or whatever it's called. So um, there's an easy way to find their star ratings. Figure Four. What do you think? Yeah, I guess we can just put Dave Meltzer. Let's try that because Wrestling Observer brought up others. Because I'm trying to remember if because there was like a time where I don't think I think I think Dave kind of took a break and stopped watching. So it was just Figure Four. He was watching a lot of UFC because it's so silly that. Okay, here we go. I got some star ratings for you. This is you from, got the, the, star ratings. This is from the Internet what Wrestling Database. I'm not sure who oh. gave any of these stars. Uh, that Hardy Boys match at the beginning was three and one quarter stars, which whenever Conrad reads these ratings to me, I get so mad. Nothing is more disrespectful, if you will, than hearing one quarter star. Just give it a star, you ass. Or just, oh, or just say three stars. A quarter star? Three and a half stars, you can't do that. Three and a quarter. Like it's just say three and a half. What what's the real difference? What could have made this a three and a half compared to a three and a quarter? Uh more false finishes. So that the opening match got the highest rating on the show. 
the three three and a quarter stars. I think it was better than that. Now I know it's not a four star, but I, I you know what three and a half I think is a fair rating. I don't know what a quarter star is, so I would give that. Yeah, like I say, I, I go three and a half stars on that. Um, yeah, and then Balls Mahoney and Matt Stryker only got half a star. See, yes, people did not like the extreme officiating of the rules. He didn't like Matt Stryker. I thought it was an okay match, though. Maybe just because it's a pay-per-view, I almost wish we had his write-up for this just so I would know what he was saying. Yes, I'm curious what if this is like Dave or if this is just a one of He's like, here's what Dave said. Yeah, because honestly, I don't think it's I – mean, there must be a write-up that says, on a pay-per-view that's supposed to be extreme – Extreme Championship Wrestling. Unfortunately, here we got extreme enforcement of the rules. So I don't think it was half a star bad. The next match is a star and a quarter. That was the tag match between Burke, Turkai, and the FBI. I think that match was worse than the Balls Mahoney match. So I'm even I'm even more backwards here because I thought the Balls Mahoney match was actually pretty well wrestled. Striker got some good heat. Balls got you know he was a good baby face. The next match really felt like it was on velocity. Like that feels when when Balls Mahoney and Stryker come out, it seems like okay, I know who these characters are. This is a probably there's been build for this. I bet the next match legit was just thrown together, right? There's no way there was anything behind those two. Besides Turkai being undefeated and Burke being in four like pipe man. Yeah, and then random tag team against. Tavari uh, beating Tommy Dreamer got a dud rating. They didn't even oh no that, rating. They got a dud at the end. They thought it was that roll terrible. Up. Yeah, roll up victory for Davari on an ECW pay per view where we could just have one moment of Tommy Dreamer in an Extreme Rules match against Davari and Kali. Maybe something could have been done there. Instead, we didn't do any of that. So yeah, that that's terrible. That's I agree. That's shitty. Um, I give it a dud. Uh, Ariel and Kevin Thorne beating Knox and Kelly Kelly. That got negative star. Now, now that was the match we were most invested in. I got to be honest. We were sitting here glued to the match. So Because we've never seen, again, this is early Kelly Kelly before the K2. And this is, again, the woman that we know cannot really wrestle very well. And and even so, match. I think, and I know that Dave probably puts that into his, his calculations on what, what a ranking should be. But I know for me personally, I was enthralled. I, that was the, out of all the matches, I stopped. You and I kind of stopped talking and started watching wrestling, to, because it was kind of fascinating and hooked us in. So I know she didn't do any arm drags or head scissors takeovers yet, but it still was a fun match. And then even the Mike Knox leaving her was at least something, because we just watched three matches of clean victories and roll ups. And that's what we saw, like three in a row. So this felt like, okay, at least there's like a storyline or something. Something that isn't just like I'm at an indie show and I paid five bucks to get in. It's the only match that makes us in somewhat invest. Be like, what's going to happen next Tuesday? Yeah. Oh, we cannot wait to see what happens next next ECW with, with Kevin Knox Thorne. And Kelly yeah. And then obviously the Extreme uh, Elimination Chamber. It only got two and a half stars. Maybe even less than that for me. I don't think it's close to a three-star match. I would go two stars. I like some spots of it. It's obviously an elimination chamber, so it gets some. It gets an extra bump for that. But I don't know, dude. Like, do you think? Just just looking at it, do you think 
like this is even this is the worst chamber ever, right? It would have to be the worst chamber Davies ever done. We have to see like in the years from now when more promotions try doing chamber matches to see really what is the absolute worst chamber. But right now, Davy was this is the worst chamber match ever. Yeah, this just reading back, we're looking at this. And CM Punk getting out first. I didn't remember that at all. I really didn't. I kind of thought he was the second yeah, or you, third. You didn't want to remember that. I remembered that. Yeah. I remembered the hatred for it. I was like, ah, this is going to be great if he forgot you did. I blocked that like, out of my memory. The I, there was thing. no way they should have him get out first. And nope. even even RVD, his elimination, there could have been a little more to that where maybe have bloody RVD and Lashley be the final two. Just having Lashley have to overcome the two heels. Sure. It made us, Oh, we hope Bobby wins. Cause we don't want to see the other two win, but that's not, that was their only way of thinking is like, how can we get Bobby over? We got to have him fight two heels that they don't want to have. Are you far? That's the way we get the are you far from the mic again, Gino? I might be a little bit far, but I'm back. I'm back. Okay. I guess the whole point of that was just be like, we got to get these, we got to get Bobby over. We got to get the fans to like him because we don't really have the reaction we want from him yet. So they're like, okay, put these two big heels and have him try to overcome these odds that he, him doing it is the only way we can get the fans over to like him, which again, it worked then somewhat because again, we did get some whatever big pop for that. But then years later when they tried it again for the Rumble to try to get Roman over, it didn't work out. And hopefully they learned from that. But again, they probably will never learn. There you and, and exactly. And I agree with that in a lot of ways where they're just trying to push Lashley. This whole thing was Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. Who cares about ECW? We care about Lashley. And He's the future star. And honestly, yeah, he is. I know that at twenty here we are fifteen years later and it's finally clicking. Or not finally, but it clicked. It's been all these years later from yeah. him being the bath turd man to then being the American top team champion to now being her business leader. And even, I mean, a year after this event, Lashley's gone, right? And he left after American Bash in 20, in 2007, right? He wasn't around very long after this. So they were pushing him to the moon and then it just fell off. So I, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure what went wrong as far as, okay, we're building this guy. It's all going to work out. And then he left. So, I don't know. Rewatching this event, it is really bad. Now it's not. Now here we go. Now here's an easy way to put this. I wasn't there live. I didn't pay for the pay per view. I mean, I bought the DVD, so I probably should be pissed that I did that. But uh, maybe being able to watch it on a DVD, I was kind of just like, all right, at least at least these two matches were great, and I could relive them forever. You know, that's kind of what my thought was. But ultimately, this thing was not as horrific as people made it seem. It's because of us paying the little that we have to, yes. But if you had to pay the full pay-per-view price, it's the worst thing you had to spend so much money on. Oh, yeah. Because with inflation, it's so much more money now in 2021 than it was 2006. Oh, I can't so, imagine yeah. if they were still doing pay-per-views. If they were still doing, hey, you got to pay 40 bucks a month, 50 bucks a month to watch yeah, so the, again, the monthly show. This was the worst thing for those who had to pay and did pay the 50 bucks but for this show to be like this is going to be a pay-per-view and this is the first pay-per-view they've done don't be afraid of that microphone gino i'm not trying to be afraid i don't know why the sensitivity changes sprague i need like 
you need to maybe go into zoom and change those settings that automatically turn you down that's what i had to do okay that's what i'll make sure yeah because because you'll be loud and we're matching we're matching levels and then and then i get done talking and then i get back to you and you're just way down here so i keep i keep turning you up and then i keep turning me down and i'm like where where yeah, is I'll mess he? with the I'll now, make I'll fix this. I'm worried. Mess. I'm super worried about watch along number one. I'm worried about fire up your peacock because <sighs> I mean this audio better be pristine, Gino. I hope it is. And again, this is the first time we do have some tests that we're working with like on the fly. But again, then we have number two, which we can discuss the next poll right now. Yeah, so to. before we go, let's go ahead and get let's get on Twitter. Let's get a tweet ready. I think that's a great idea before we leave tonight. So on our next Tuesday, we will be back. We will be live. Next Thursday, we will not. there will be no Vladies. There will be no live. You and I are going to be watching something. Oh, spoilers. Oh. I don't want to see said, that, Gino. Who said what? What said what? I can't see. Oh. I'm, I'm seeing the OBS screen. Thank goodness you can't see. I am pissed that I just saw that. What 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 did you see? It has something to do with Hammerstone. Oh. All right, whatever. Wait, did it, it happened? The event was tonight, but I don't think it was on YouTube. Ru- ruined my night. It was on Vice. Okay. Oh uh, no. Let's create a poll. This is that's the worst. <laughs> All right, let's create a poll now. My fuck Jacob. Fuck. Now I don't know what year it was, so I'm just gonna put Japan for glory. I was put Bound for Glory Japan because that is by far the worst pay-per-view ever. Way worse than December to Dismember. We need to watch the – I've said it before and I'll say it again. The death of Impact Wrestling was when they took their biggest pay-per-view and recorded it. So, yeah, very upset. But either way, uh, what do you got? What do you got next? What I'm thinking since we get we have this nice impact show and you're going with the bad one. I need to remember the which year was where we had Bobby Lashley and I'm not we had Robert Roode versus Aries. I need to remember that event because like I just remembered how great they the build up that was where Aries finally won the belt. But they didn't that, that wasn't out of bound for glory. That was not bad for us. That's okay. <laughs> I should go bad for see there's the see not every big moment happened about for glory. See, I proved that. Destination X 2012, I think, oh, is when that was. 11 or 12, yeah. yeah that was, that we'll was Destination X. Exactly. That was Destination yeah. X 2012. Bound for Glory Japan, I think, was 2014. Let me just make sure. I'm just going to leave it. I like that I'm calling it that. Hopefully, that persuades people. Okay, number three. Uh, keeping on the, the, the WWE train, because I don't want it to be all impact. Uh, thinking of something from WWE. You brought up, let's see, what are we like? We were talking about a lot of good shit lately, such good shit. Um, yes. I, there was one that we had kind of mentioned that I thought, okay, that would be good. Oh, gang, Gangrel related. Um, gang I can't remember. Fully Loaded was main evented with a tag team match as well. This is a good question. What terrible pay per views are we going to watch? Because off the top sure, of my head, you have two terrible ones. I have at least one good one right now. Well, you're not even sure. You only remember that one moment. Cause I, I remember the moment that everyone remembers. The um, biggest moment. Yeah. So let me, let me, I'm still thinking, I'm going through my memory banks. What's something that 
It's kind of notorious. People kind of remember it for for certain not good reasons. It's always kind of looked back on with like a what? Why did they do this? Like I really, you know what? Let's watch the invasion pay per view. That's a good one that a lot of people, much like December to dismember, everyone had these crazy expectations, and invasion happened, and there was an inaugural ten man tag, and half of us are still trying to figure out how to say inaugural. Let's think. Okay, so we got these three events right here. We gotta figure out the next one. What could be another big one? It could be considered a good one or bad. And you know what? I will go with about for glory this time. We're gonna go. <laughs> We're giving everybody with bound one. <laughs> for glory 2011. Bound for glory 2011. Is that um? Bound for glory 20. Is that the one where that I watched? Is that the one that I love with Bobby Roode and Kurt Angle and Sting yeah, versus with a special series of matches with new babyface for TNA. Beat we Kurt might Angle as well the make them all TNA then, since you, we have three yes. TNAs up. So we might as well watch. We're giving the people a TNA, or they, they could go with the WWE one, just because here you go, you could choose to go against the grain. Fire up your much... yeah, fire up your Peacock is already turning into hey, get Impact Plus. Um, get Impact and Ultimate Insiders Impact Plus. Yeah, let's go ahead and put. Uh, I like that idea though. I like an all TNA card. What else is there? Well, else? then there's Victory Road. Remember that? That's a bad one. Which one? Oh, oh, 09. Yeah, a lot 11. of people hated Victory Road 09 or 11. It was 11, which was the Jeff Hardy. Yes, it was. But that was, I don't know. I don't want to watch that. that. That's more of a clip. Kevin already did that one uh, really well. So, as far as TNA goes, you know what I would like to watch well, again? What? Um,. And it's probably, I don't think it's on the network or anything, but I really enjoyed that debut episode of uh, Impact where they did the first like primetime show where Christian and Rhino had that cage match you talked about. I thought that was really, really well done. Uh, we Let's watch, let's put, we got Bound for Glory Japan, De- Destination X. Let's leave Invasion up there because that's a terrible pay per view. So I think this is a good mix of, okay, there's a WWF one. And it's the only WWF one in this mix of TNAs. because, yes. And they're all from around the same time, at least the TNA stuff. So we kind of have a vision. I'm going to put TNA on all the TNA ones in one WWF choice. We're sending the we're, – we're, we're doing it now. Ask a question. Uh, fire up your peacock. Mike, guess. see what the people, what the majority will say if they have only one WWF option. Next week. And they're – which PPV are we watching next Thursday? So, yeah, what will happen is on Tuesday night we'll come in, we'll discuss the results, talk about current world wrestling, and then on Thursday, not live, we'll just – because I want to record the video because that way if we do a TNA one, you don't have to worry about, oh, um, I, I have to pay, I have to pay to watch this additional. Great yeah, you're going to be able to get the video from me for five bucks. You don't need to get Impact Plus. Get it from Vleeties. Get it from Subscribestar.com slash Vleeties. Esteban Apple says WCW Sin pay-per-view. Oh, good call. Sin is terrible. Let's do that. Let's do Sin. WCW Instead of Invasion. Instead of Invasion. There we go. Yeah, that's Now we get all TNA slash WCW. Yeah, no WWE next week. It's all WCW. WWF. And no Halloween. Get the F out. There's the tweet. It's up. It's out. Uh... 
vote. You have five days. I said it for five days, so that way next Tuesday we can discuss it. And that's it, Gino. That was the first ever Fire Up Your Peacock. Went well. Audio was great. Uh, really enjoyed it. And, yeah, as far as the, watching a pay-per-view, I don't think that was as, as terrible as some of these other ones are going to be because that one wasn't even that long. I'm sure these three-hour ones, I'm going to be texting you at, like, 7. Okay, we need to do this thing now because I want to go to bed at a reasonable time. Right. I got you. And I'll find a way and make sure we can do it. And, again, hopefully that time, again, since you're going to be having your video up, we'll just put that video up from this. Uh, yeah, we'll use to, Discord. We'll, we'll yeah, use Discord, Discord for that. Either way, because, like, I – this entire time during Zoom, I've just been seeing your OBS, no camera. Well, yeah, so I, I, I haven't even been putting up. I'm, there's nothing yeah, on my screen. You. Yeah, there's nothing on okay, my screen. Okay, good. I was making sure. It's like, if you had anything. No. If All I right. share my screen on Zoom, we, it tells us, hey, you have to pay for this. So we're not doing oh, that. Uh, Discord, sense. we can do it. But Discord had the issue last week where Peacock caught on and the screen went black. So it was a happy accident during the stream. I just started putting it up on Trovo. Like, oh, whatever. Uh, Will Ospreay is trending, Gino. What do you what do you think is going on with Will Ospreay? Oh, uh, let's see what what happened. What happened with our Will Ospreay says he'll embarrass Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, and Kenny Omega. Will Ospreay is set to debut in MLW later this fall, as announced on MLW Fightland. God damn, another big spoiler, but that's fine. That's a good one. Will Ospreay sucks though. He's good. He has good <laughs> matches. He's never had a good match. Tell me a good match. Maybe we'll watch that. We should. What we get? So you had your issues with your glasses when you watched his match with Okada, but that was a good match because of storytelling. With Okada doing the wing clipper, and then he finally, because he was doing the wing clip, the money clip, the entire time he's not brought back the, the rainmaker, rainmaker until that match, and that was how he was able to beat Okada. I beat Will Osprey. Yeah, but I don't know. That doesn't make Will Ospreay good. That means Okada. Like it was good. a match storytelling, and Will did good. Again, we'll, no. we'll find a him versus Will Ricochet Ospreay. is the most cartoony bullshit ever. Like that's the kind yes, of match that is. That, that's the match people man. watch, and they go, "Okay, wrestling sucks. Like wrestling's so fake." Like, that is what I don't like. And honestly, that's a lot of what New Japan is. I, I always bring up that one match with God uh, and the Dangerous Techers, where that guy gave uh, Tongaloa. Like 25 European uppercuts. And Tongaloa kept running towards him. European uppercut. Run towards him. European uppercut. Run towards him. European uppercut. It's just, it's like a fun, hey, we're not taking this seriously, so why should you? And I think that's what a lot of American wrestling fans say about New Japan. I mean, that's possibly true, but at the same time, when you look at that and like see that the guy is constantly coming back to the man who's going with these European uppercuts, he can still fight back and come back and forth. We're still fighting through the pain. Well, well that's that's I think I think that's what you don't get is there's no pain. That's that's the problem is they're if, trying to present like this uppercut is painful, but Tongaloa no, is they're still trying fighting. to they're trying to they're trying to do hey these European uppercuts can't even stop Tomatonga. It's not that they're painful. It's that that's all he's doing, and the other guy's still coming at him. And after one time or two times, that's fine. It was literally like nine or ten times. European uppercut, run towards him. European uppercut, run towards him. It was just stupid. It made it look like the European uppercut was the worst move in wrestling. And, and the, the, and, and the dangerous techers suck. They do. Like, Zach Surgery <laughs> is a better singles guy than tech. I'm glad you admitted it. Look at Alexa Bliss. She put a picture up and she had to put an emoji over her face because she knew that all of us would tell her how ugly she was. 
playing yes because like her without makeup is just like Sasha without makeup. They're both beautiful without makeup. I don't know why women do that. Like we know what you look like without makeup. We can see your face with makeup. It's not hard for us to imagine what it's like without it. So Alexa, show us the face. Since you since we're talking about that, I still remember early days with Sasha and NXT, and there was like a whole time when the fans would chant Sasha's Ratchet. Yeah, but that was because Ratchet was a hot term at the time. Yes, because she was ugly. She didn't know what Ratchet meant until she had to look it up, and she was surprised how people think she's that ugly. It's not what that means, though. Ratchet doesn't mean ugly. Ratchet just means ghetto. It means, like, it's not necessarily specific to ugly, because Ratchet TV wasn't ugly TV. It was just trash. I guess that's true. I mean, no, it is true. Is... Don't guess. It's true. Trash is ugly too, though. That's no trash is. Whoop! Oh, what? please! You that took... was so cool, by the way. I know that. Uh, I try and be hip and not like AEW. I think I'm all in. I think AEW is my new favorite show. Dynamite rules. Rampage is like you can watch it sometimes, but AEW is so cool. This moment might have been the. This is the death. Of WWE is this Esteban right Esteban Apple says Bianca Good Belair God, is ratchet. another one on the pile. Whoop. Oh, please. So fucking cool, you know. I know that we're like, I'm ushering over this guy right now. And Rizzo just said Bianca Belair is ratchet. Sometimes she can be a little ratchety, but that doesn't mean ugly. Here's another thing that since we're talking about Rampage, we're going to see tomorrow night. Our pile. boy, the Whoop. son of 2.0, Daniel Garcia, beating up CM Punk. Please. Um, yeah, we get to finally see my favorite, my hero, Daniel yes. Garcia, CM Punk. 2.0 son. They're and, gonna win. And if uh, Tony Khan knows what's good for him, uh, absolutely. We need Red to, Death needs to beat CM Yeah, we need Daniel Garcia. Because people are always to. asking me, uh, like, hey, uh, like what who's your favorite wrestler of all time and i say daniel garcia and they're like what how could you say that seriously and i go look daniel garcia has been put in the main event so many fucking times he's been put in spots that guys would kill for and we're not sure why he's been put in those spots but watch rampage when he fights cm punk he's gonna have the greatest match of all time a lot of people have been comparing him to the rock and that's a huge compliment i think he's like hulk hogan He's going to transcend the wrestling industry, dude. See, that's the keys. No, he is more like the Rock. The Hulk Hogan is Josh Alexander. And one day, we're going to see Josh Alexander wrestle Dave Garcia in a major promotions title match. And it's going to shake the entire wrestling world. I'm saying it now. Daniel Garcia greater than signed Josh Alexander. Daniel Garcia is better than The Rock, AJ Styles, and Randy Orton. Like, if those four guys, Josh Alexander, Rock, AJ, and Randy... If they all got together and molded into one wrestler, it would be half as good as Daniel Garcia. All right. No, but here's the thing. But then yes, they would be half as good as Daniel Garcia, but they would also be not even a quarter as good as Ace Austin. Ace Austin can't even lace up uh, Daniel Garcia's boots. I think you're just wrong here, Gino. The world has spoken. We are huge fans of Daniel Garcia. I can't name better wrestlers. So you people are going, I understand you're being clouded by the AEW fog and the love of AEW, but Impact is where real professional wrestlers are, like Josh Alexander, like Ace Austin, like Chris Mother Effin Bay. Dude, I'm saying it. You're wrong. You're wrong on all of these. The greatest wrestler of all time is Daniel Garcia. Tajiri won a match. I gotta I gotta close Twitter.
We gotta watch Genoma Book and Fightland. Yeah, Twitter's Twitter's a, a spoiler haven. Thank you, everyone, so much for coming in and hanging out tonight. Thank you for uh, watching ECW December to Dismember live right here on Trovo. They, they didn't stop us. So next Thursday night, closing the windows. Nobody will see us. Nobody will. Nobody will witness us watching. Uh, whatever wins, hopefully, Japan Bound for Glory. Can I vote on my own poll? Because I need to go vote for that. And I, you could. I would say you have only one vote. Not go for like a second or third account and vote for it again. I gotta go like, in. Yeah, I gotta get a couple. I gotta just get a one vote. Just one vote. For yeah. Each person. I. I. I yeah. Each. Uh, each account that I still have access to will be voting for Japan for Glory because I've never really watched the whole thing. It sounded terrible when they were doing it. Uh, I watched every Bound for Glory until that one because I just thought you're not gonna go live. You're not gonna put the title on the line. You're gonna. Not, I don't even think the champions on the show. So it's absolutely the most ridiculous card in TNA history. So Esteban Apple says, "Bleedies, we gotta give AEW a chance." I like AEW. AEW's we my all show. like AEW. I think, I'm just saying, Impact is what people need to get a chance. Daniel Garcia sucks, but I, I know that. No, I was, he does. I know that I was he's, just bidding. He's not he good. He is the greatest because he is the son of 2.0. What is he's that? 2.0 sucks too. You know, I know they're that, great. They're based. They're terrible in the ring. And why? What do you mean based? What do you mean? Like they're meta? Like, they're good. Great. No, they're terrible. I can't. They they weren't good they're in WWE, but they weren't good in WWE. And then they come over to AEW and they're on television every week. So it just seems like now as as the biggest Santana and Ortiz fan in the room, and I watch all these other nobody tag teams walk into AEW and be on television. It's very frustrating. I, I like I I know that I should just be. Oh, it's so cool to see another tag team. It's not. I want to see the tag teams that I like. I want to see Santana and Ortiz. I want to see Lucha Bros. I'll even, I even want to see FTR. When I have to watch 2.0 in a major storyline with Moxley, when I got to watch Daniel Garcia attack CM Punk, attack Darby Allin, I don't even know who these guys are. So why are they doing these things? So I think that's a real big problem for AEW, that they just kind of throw guys out there. Oh, people will like these. That's fine. The thing is, they do like them, and they eventually will get more and more over as time progresses, because they already know people like LAX are already of pride and powerful, and that's why, like, I do agree with you that I wish they stayed in impact. I wish Ethan Page stayed in impact, but at the same time, I don't because Josh Alexander is having his best career now. Sure, and yeah, Ethan Page not being around Josh is kind of nice for Josh. Ethan Page is obviously not doing anything. He's having a kid. Congrats, but Either either way, like when you say, "Oh well, we know, we got to get more tag teams over because these tag teams are over." Even if LAX, Santana, and Ortiz are over, what are we doing with that? We're not doing anything with it. So when you're over, what does it matter if you're not even on TV or wrestling? So, right. like, I mean, Hulk Hogan's over. Esteban Apple says Mandy needs to come to AEW and feud with Ruby Soho. NXT can be saved, Rizzo. I was texting Kevin today. He loves Tony D'Angelo. It's like his favorite wrestler ever. <laughs> So, yep. and I, I, you know, I think there is a way to make NXE great again. And now it starts. And that's with, why it starts with Joe Gacy. Do you really like Joe Gacy or are you doing a bit like I like Daniel Garcia? Basically, Joe Gacy is someone who we need as a role model because we don't have Bailey anymore. We don't have any positive influence as a role model, which, yes, you can make him as a heel in your eyes because your company is primarily on the right side. You think it's these are going to be a heel character. Again, it's still him doing his best, being this character and actually giving it his all. 
to fulfill and become the character he is. So yes, I think it's stupid to an extent, but I do believe this character. He's doing the absolute best he can to make it believable. Do, do you know him from something else? Like, how do you know he's doing the best he can? Because I don't think anyone else could do what he's doing as well as he can be able to speak the way he does for this character to be the voice of this generation. But I don't know if, if you it, like. I can't take that seriously. Like even Retribution was a spin on wo- the woke left. Yeah, it was a it was a spin on that. And after we uh, we took the mask off and we saw who everybody was, the gimmick immediately changed. It went from Antifa to outcast. You know, oh well, I'm Mustafa Ali. You all hate my name. Now I'm gonna you give. Don't me- even say my name right. You yeah, say Mustafa. Yeah, I'm gonna get. Well, even you hear Mustafa sometimes. Like, is it Mustafa? Must like who cares? It's You're- Mustafa. It's Ali, and these guys. Like, okay, you know, it kind of that the gimmick fell apart quick, and Joe Gacy is kind of going to be the same thing in my opinion. It's a hot topic, so we make a character like this. I'm surprised he's not trans, and once it's like I I don't see him ever be being a main event angle i don't think anything about him and not just that character because you probably could have a character that's super woke and fits in the main in a main event spot but he's also like not in shape he's not good in the ring so it's not like oh if triple h came out and was doing this character i would believe he might get over but we have a we have a, a fatter less athletic kevin owens trying to tell us oh i'm a good wrestler when he's not well, again, he's not entirely saying he's a good wrestler. He's saying that, again, you don't have to be a good wrestler to win. You don't have to win to win. Anyone can win. We can all win in this way. And that's why next week we're going to see where this is going. If he does beat Tommaso Ciampa in a singles competition, or if Parker, what's his name now? Hardland. I don't know Mr. what you're talking Border, about. The Brock Lesnar lookalike. Braun Breaker. Shaved. No, not Braun Breaker. He's like Parker or something. I forget his like new name now. But he shaved his head. That's Vaughn Wagner. No. What's his name again? It's Parker Posey. Bordeaux, Parker Bordeaux. Posey. Who knows Parker. what his name is? Who cares? Like, I, I, I don't I don't think this character has there's other characters, LA Knight, Cameron Grimes. There's other people that they've already invested time in that I would like to see near the main event. So the fact that we're even putting Joe Gacy anywhere near any of this is very, very worrisome that the direction of this company is backwards. Oh, yeah, his name's uh, Harland now, but it was uh, Parker Brodix, Bordrox. He's like, he, he got signed because he looks like Brock. Is, he, is his body as big as Brock? Is he in the same, does he look like Brock now? He does. Like if, let me send you his actual like, name and how it's spelled on Discord. I'll just look it up, Gino. I'll just yeah, type Parker, in, I'll just type in guy Mark. that looks like Brock Lesnar. Yes. <laughs> Parker Brock Lesnar NXT. Harland. Parker. Parker Bordeaux. Parker Bordeaux. Yeah, it's Bordeaux. It's Bordeaux. It's like Scarlet Bordeaux, but with an extra R. All right, let's see. Let's see Joe Gacy. Oh, that's Parker Bordreau. He looks so yes. different with no hair. Yes, he's completely bald, but you see he's jacked. He looks like he has that shape like Brock. He's not that jacked, though. Six foot four, 302 pounds. His arms are, oh, they look bigger from the front, but from the sides, yes. his arms don't look big. 
Chogase is signed it pretty much. I thought because he looked like Brock, that's what everyone thought. It's like this is the Brock look like, so you don't want because Brock might not come back. Yeah, he, I don't know why back. he shaved that head. He looks silly. He should have just kept yes. kept the hair. We're gonna see what Hardland is all about because maybe he's gonna follow through with Joe Gase. Maybe he's listening and he believes Joe Gase. Um, Joe Gacy sucks, but I mean, if that's what, if that's what they want to do and that's where they want to go, this could be their Japan for glory. This, Hey, we're going to do Joe Gacy instead of Braun Breaker or Tommaso Ciampa. Like we have two really good options. We have CM Punk RVD and we're going to get them eliminated quick. And we're going to leave test. Lashley. Esteban Apple says Kevin Owens VS Kane. Yeah. It's like Kevin Owens and Kane feud from 2011. It's. It's KO standing there looking up at Kane, looking all scary. Bald Kane. Yes. We're going to have to see where this goes. Again, I do believe that Joe Gacy is going to be a future star. Wow. I can't believe you're saying that. He's been so terrible. So that's cool for you, Gino. I'm glad that you're having fun with NXT. Yes. I could probably commit to never, like, if they really go with Joe Gacy as, like, a main eventer, I can confidently say I'm probably done with it with NXT. Because I think he is a curtain jerker. I think he'd be great in MLW. So, but don't present him to me like he's worth a damn in, in my company known as WWE. See, and that's what's good is if you take and shoot down the next year like that soon, you can then focus back on Impact. <laughs> good wrestling. Yeah. Oh, great Come stuff. Come back to Impact. Great stuff happening Josh on Hurts. Impact. Yeah. Rosemary. Diana's shooting with Mickey's grave. You got oh, your entire segment. Then Cole, uh, Kevin actually seemed to enjoy it too, which is great. Slowly getting into it. That's great. wrestling right here, dude. All this other stuff we're talking about is terrible. This is awesome. Good God, here comes another one on the pile. Whoops. Oh. Dude, wrestling rules, Gino. We are back, it dude. We're so back with Adam Cole. Hell yeah. We're back with Adam Cole. NXT's dead. That's unfortunate. We got Joe Gacy running the place. MLW's kicking, even though I opened Twitter and saw I can't wait to watch Fightland. Uh, so next week. see why all these people are tweeting about these horses. I'm glad that Fightland's trending a little bit. That's pretty fun. So, yes. all righty, Gino. It's time to ride off into that glorious, glorious sunset. We did it all. We covered it all. We watched. Uh, what's it called? December to December for glory. So we, we've done everything. So I think what it's now time to do is ride off into that sunset, you know. What do you say? I think it's perfect time, man. You have a good evening. You have I'll a good evening. As, next week. You have a good evening as well. I know you'll be watching GCW tomorrow. I know you'll be watching Impact on Saturday. Uh, there's so much wrestling out there. You're going to find a way to watch it. It's probably on Fight. It's going to be one way or another. I'll find a way to be enjoying this great wrestling content we have coming this weekend. Look at you, Gino, living your best life. All righty, Gino, you have a good night, sir. You too, bro. Thank you Later. so much for your work to this evening. As well, man. There we go. He watched. He sat through it with me. He earned it. He earned it, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Ryan Van Vliet. Thank you for coming in and hanging out with me. I was going to work out after this. I'm going to go to bed. I'm tired. We did it. It's past 11. I, that's, I'm glad I started early. These watch-alongs were starting early for them, so. Again, Vleeties uh, on Twitter. Get in the Discord. Uh, thank you so much for that. Also, download the podcast. Always appreciated. All the ratings and reviews of the podcast. What else we got? Kevin's tomorrow. SmackDown's third hour after SmackDown. Join Kevin and Tyler as they run down the event. All righty. 
Subscribe to com slash bleeding. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good weekend. Becomes another story. Death or glory. There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And now, financing get $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Hurry into the Jeep Celebration event today. Financing for qualified buyers to Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 5-2-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody Fitness and Nutrition app. Pick any program and just follow it step-by-step, step, like 21-Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. These programs really work, and this is your one chance to try them for free. Go to BeachbodyFree.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.